talk is money, honey. All we talk is money. All we talk is money. It's like bees to the honey. The Sauce Cast, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special episode of the Sauce Cast. Usually, you know, we do this in the afternoons, four to six o'clock. But we have a very special guest. Uh, we said, let's make this work. So uh, we've been we've been texting back and forth. We got yeah. on a call yesterday. We said, you're in town. You're at the CME. We figured it out. I'm traveling later this week. Uh, but Pearl's back. Pearl Davis is in the house. Uh, she hosts the pregame, the podcast, uh, which has obviously gone viral. Uh, her YouTube channel, Just Pearly Things, uh, is uh, approaching two million. I want to say, mm-hmm. is that the is that the current number? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, one point eight. So um, <laughs> you 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 know her. Some people love her. Some people love to hate her. Uh, she's got people in her corner. She has people that want to get her cornered. Whatever your opinion is of Pearl Davis, the one thing we know for sure is she has made a name for herself in this world. She has uh, blazed the trail for uh, women in this space. Um, Certainly probably the most famous red pill woman out there. You wore red, uh, I assume, in that honor. But it's great to have you back. I think this is your fourth or fifth time here on Valuetainment. Um, But we always have great conversations, sometimes... We agree, sometimes we disagree, but that's the whole concept is free speech. We're free speech advocates. Nobody's getting canceled. We're not shadowing anything like that. We want to have real conversations and do it in a respectful way. And uh, we're happy to have Pearl back on the Sauzcast. Welcome back to the show, Pearl. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Ready to have some fun? I'm ready to have a lot of fun. There she is. (laughs) So I promise you this won't be as... uh, tenuous or argumentative of some of the stuff you've done lately with your friend Pierce Morgan. Oh. <laughs> That's been interesting. No, the last time, the last time I was on, it was all chill. Was it? I know, I didn't think they'd have me back, but I was like, I'm they, back, they baby. So how do you deal with that when like, you know, they treat you as an ally and then they surprise you and then they um, bring you back and oh then... Gosh, that was, yeah, I had no... I mean, I think you guys, you guys reacted to it here, yeah, right? When they like, what happened? Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea because the whole week, like, I was supposed to go on and they were telling me, like, uh, basically that they were on my side, they agreed with me, free speech, yeah. we get it. And then I went on, it was like a total ambush, <sighs> so it was really awkward in the dressing room, like, after. Yeah, just, like, you're like, they're like... Because <laughs> yeah, I told them, too, I was like, that is not what you said I was going on for. Would that have changed uh, your mind if they said, like, hey, we have a different side, but we want you to be on? Well, it would have changed my mind if, like, because I didn't like how they edited the song, and okay. I didn't like how they mm-hmm. introduced it as like a Nick Fuente, because it just wasn't true. So yeah. I was like, I was kind of confused. I'm like, wait, what? It was, it was actually I was freestyling that day mm. <laughs> on the guitar. Broken so freestyle. I, like, I know. I was so, so it was actually like it was kind of funny. People were just giving me words, and I was freestyling on the guitar. So it wasn't meant to be like that deep or like mm-hmm. serious. And then all of a sudden, I'm on Pierce Morgan about it. Yeah. He, <laughs> so, <laughs> we did react to that. We've actually had Nick Fuentes on. Yeah. Uh, we've been in talks with Pierce Morgan. And he Morgan. told you that. It wasn't like two weeks. Yeah. No, so yeah, we'll talk <laughs> yeah, about that yeah, today yeah. on the podcast. Uh, real quick, let me sort of just set the tone, expectations. Um, we know that there's a, a time limit, so we, um, yeah. 
Uh, we've got about an hour 45, so I want to get as much in as possible. As always, Natalia Del Valle is here. She's going to be manning the super chat. chats. Yes, she can read. Our Imagine friend Malik always, over there. complain about me reading, too. Yeah. It's you harder it. than they think. It's harder <laughs> than you think, especially with the poor spelling. Yeah, that, Our friend. <laughs> Thanks, Pearl. Look at you guys getting along, the women. You get it? Um, Malik's over there. Malik's going to be doing some polls. Stay active. Uh, stay vigilant. And um, not a lot to pull up today because we're just going to have a conversation. Um, but, you know, this, we say that this is the Sauzcast, the sexiest financial show in the world where finance meets romance and we're here to get uh help people out there get paid laid and do it your way today obviously you're in the red pill space the intersexual dynamic space everything that goes along with that so certainly we're going to talk about dating modern women uh everything that goes along with that you know he who pays says that's something one of the monikers that we talk about here but there's a whole host of things we're going to talk about today but the audience uh, I think we'll be better served and get to know Pearl a little bit better, get to know me a little bit better, because at the end, wait for the end, mm -hmm. Pearl's going to flip the script and ask me some questions, some tough questions, hold my feet to the fire. <laughs> uh, no, 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 they're not. We've they're had, nice. we, we've had, nice we had, uh, there's no rules, like there's no like, hey, yeah. don't talk about this. Pearl is a gamer. She said, hey, let's come on, let's have a conversation. <laughs> She knows that we respect her and we'll treat her fairly. Um, and this isn't a, any sort of gotcha kind of interview. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you're no stranger to controversy. Mm -hmm. Things have been said. So um, I want to get your take on some of the things that are out there, the misconceptions about you, okay. what you stand by, all that fun stuff. Okay. So um, let's start with a light question and, and um, have a good talk. So, you know, I kind of... Um, Segwayed in that, so you've made some comments that some people deem controversial, right? You've talked about gender, you've talked about women, you've talked about uh, uh, fat shaming necessarily, mm -hmm. society, yes. religion. There's some things that you've said that people have vehemently disagreed with, and then some people that are like, hell yeah, yeah. Pearl, nailed it. Someone needed to say it. That's kind of how the way it works, is when you take a stance on something, you're going to have allies, and then you're going to have people basically... Uh, forming sort of in the enemy camp. So, but we also know, especially um, with social media and YouTube and long form content, that short clips and little reels and uh -huh. clips mm -hmm. can be taken out of context, right? Mm -hmm. So you've said a lot of things. Out of everything you've said, uh, is <laughs> what do you think has been the most misconstrued about you? Mm -hmm. uh, and if there's anything you would walk back, what would it be? If there's anything I'd walk, I don't. I can't really think of much. You stand by all your statements. Um, I don't know. It's, it's tough because I've said so many things, but there's nothing that really comes to the top of my head, you know. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. I would say one of the most misconstrued things is people think I hate women. That's like something I get 24-7. Okay. But I, I think, you know, we can't really have progress if we're not honest. So I, I just, I'm all about honesty. Got it. So why do you think people think you hate women? Oh, because I say things like women are dumber than men. Yeah. <laughs> and you stand by that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So women I just are... Look at, I just look at the top women and the top men. It's like Kim Kardashian or Elon Musk. Right. <laughs> like, what conclusion am I supposed to come to when literally all the female billionaires, um, like, tend to be billionaires through sex work? Or the, through divorce. Exactly, yeah. Mackenzie Bezos, mm -hmm. uh, Steve Jobs' wife, the list yeah. goes on and on and on. Yeah, so... 
you know, some people take that offensively, um, and I mean it. So, yeah, you so, can be mad. So nothing, you're not walking anything back. Stand not by all, your statements. That's how you know you're a true believer. Yeah, you're like, ah, I wish I could have a mulligan take that thing back. But the miss, the I'm biggest, sure there is something. I talk so much. I just can't think of it now. No you doubt. know what I mean? But the biggest <laughs> misconception is that you hate women. Yeah. But you're saying that you don't. But how do you feel about women? I just think the last hundred years, you know, we've been given more freedom than ever. And we've made terrible choices as a group. You know, I just think when you look at the numbers, you can't really dispute that. Right. So a hundred years ago, 85 percent of women are virgins. Now we have more OnlyFans models than teachers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what conclusion am I supposed to come to when I look at these numbers? Got it. What else do you think are women getting terribly wrong in modern society? Um, I would just say women typically want a lot of freedom without the responsibility that comes with it. I don't have any problem with, you know, women having freedom, but you should also have the responsibility that comes with it. That's why women shouldn't vote because they don't want to do the infrastructure jobs. They don't want to be net taxpayers and they want to take money from men through divorce and alimony. And I think if you're going to do that, most women do. I think you should not be able to vote. Yes. Got it. Which is also something we're going to discuss today. Yeah. So Nat, yes. uh, newsflash, you're a woman. Yes, I okay. am. Okay. So um, we're going to get into a lot of stuff today. Mm -hmm. When Pearl says things like, look, you're just, you're dumber than me, Nat. I mean, that's not a crazy controversial topic, to be honest with you. She also says someone like you shouldn't vote. How do you process that smarter. as a woman? I think she's smarter than some guys, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's yeah. my thing is that I'm not going to compare a man to a woman. You know, they're meant to be doing different things. So for you to say, oh, a man is stronger than a woman or a man is smarter than a woman. And, you know, as essentially a man's resources and the things they have to do, it does give them the skills to be smarter. They're supposed mm -hmm. to be smarter. They're, they're leading. They're guiding. So, mm -hmm. like, things like that, I'm also considering, like, things, certain things don't trigger me because I may not feel like I'm in that boat of, like, I'm arguing with a man, like, if they're smarter with me. Now, men are more resourceful, for sure. There's, there's, there's a, you ever there's seen a point you ever of truth, which is, which is supposed to be, like, biologically. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, a woman's role is completely different than a man's. So, for me, it's like... You know, that's kind of just. Have you ever your... seen that? Have you ever seen that um, episode of Survivor where they put like a bunch of women For sure, on an island, yeah. and a bunch of men on the? How does it go? And the men are like, they yeah. have like a whole system running. Yeah, within they're a like, day. yeah, there's like yeah, a fire the, going. Like yeah, they're and resourceful. The, and, the, and the women basically had to be rescued. Yeah, but the, here's the thing, <laughs> yeah. though. I mean, as it should. Like I wouldn't. I mean, what is a woman supposed to do? Like go and and be good at those things and not not have that nurture side as well. So mm -hmm. there's strengths and there's well, weaknesses. women aren't even more nurturing. Yeah, I disagree with that. Well, I disagree completely. I think if you want to look at nurturing, who is the most likely one to kill infants and the elderly? Women. So I actually think we have all this propaganda saying like women are so nurturing and all this stuff. Well, I when think you, when you say hold on, let me women. say that for a second. When you, know, you say you the know, infants and the elder, elderly, you're saying abortion? No, both. So even how are like they killing so, the elderly? so they're more likely to kill the elderly. In what regard? Like they're more likely to kill an elderly person. Like than a euthanasia? Male. No, like like violent like 
in nursing homes, that sort of thing. Like you'll see ah. the you'll see the cases pop up in the news where these, sure. these, girl, these female nurses. But, even, but that's even, even more of a mental you, health. That's where a woman's mentality maybe is not as strong enough as a man. So again, it kind of goes back to what you're comparing. You're comparing apples. No, to I actually apples. I think no, I think women are more violent than men. Um, and if you look at one-sided abuse, seventy percent of the time it's um, women hitting the men and not men hitting the women. So I actually would argue that women are more violent than men. They just can't be. And I also think and, that... And so infanticide, so a woman killing or someone killing a baby within the first 24 hours of life is very rare for a male to do that. Like, it's like almost unheard of. So then, but how many males are in that division to be comparing how many women? What do you mean? How are they measuring that? Like, the amount of women in that mm -hmm. field, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot more women in that field than men. Are you talking about nursing? Well, I, I mean, yeah. parenting, there's usually a dad and a mom. And right, but mom I'm talking about, like, nursing, for example, right? Yeah. You see more women nurses there. So those numbers right, make sense. No, but it's not new. So, and this is, this is the thing. Like, a lot of times the stuff you see today you think is new. It's not new. In the 1800s, women were also more likely to kill infants. Even in before abortion, before nursing, before all this stuff. Interesting. Malik, run a poll. Who's more nurturing, <laughs> men or women? Listen, we're going to have a wild array of conversations. <laughs> we're going to talk about... My yeah. Hold on that. We're going to talk about even, uh, an array of topics. I've never heard in my life that, that men are more nurturing than women. So what made you come to that well, conclusion? Well, I just, I, the conclusion I came to was, <coughs> you know, when I think of nurturing, I think of how do you interact with the innocent? And I, I guess more of my point is that women are more violent than men, I would argue, because I think women are more likely to kill the innocent, where men are not. I think men just tend to be better people in general. Yes. So men are better people. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. I think there's reasons for that. Because typically, if one guy is being too bad of a person, another guy will come and check him. Where women don't necessarily have that. Even if you look at prison sentences, you see these women that constantly get bailed out of bad decisions. So like Casey Anthony got let out of jail. Right? She isn't, she's remarried now. And you'll see cases like that all the time. Women don't get the same sentences that men get when it comes to prison sentences as well. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't see women having the same consequences in society. And I just, I think women have a harder time regulating emotions. So I, that's why I think they're more violent personally. Well, it also comes down to the amount of freedom that has been given too, because women have gone, numbers have gotten to this point as well, based on the, the eligibility that women can do certain things now. So now that they have more freedom to do the things, maybe they don't know how to handle certain emotions, behaviors. Maybe they shouldn't no, be part I, of again, certain things No, but again, I said this well. isn't this isn't new. That's that was what I said before. So even before they had the freedom of the right to vote, women were still more likely to kill infants in the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s. This is not new. So can it be attributed and to the fact that, um, that no men are more hierarchical, mm -hmm. women are more egalitarian? So if you look at a spectrum of things. Men, by a wide margin, are going to be smarter, stronger, mm -hmm. wealthier, mm -hmm. more, uh, in, in your regard, more uh, nurturing, more protective, where women sort of associate in the middle of the spectrum, more egalitarian. Oh, yeah. And then all the way to the left, more men are psychopaths, murderers, absolute idiots, more men are homeless, 
uh, and just don't win in life. Well, so I it's more like men are on the opposite sides of the spectrum, well, whereas mim women sort so of we would have to go, stay in the middle. We would have to go through each and every one of those. So if you wanted to go through homeless, I would argue that more women would be homeless if they actually face consequences for their decisions. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to go based on what was the other things you said, homeless. Um, Barbaric, murderers, vicious, so even manslaughter, murderers, that's like homicide. Saying, that's like, like women cannot murder in the same way men can murder, I, I would argue. One, I don't think they're smart enough to pull it off. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get a woman, Ted Bundy. <laughs> the same way you're not going to get there, a woman. There's some out there, but not as many as men. <laughs> not like, as many. That's, that's my point. I think, I think men are more likely to get away with it for longer. Um, but the second thing I would say is that um, I, I would argue that... Wait, sorry. What was, what was the second one? All the vicious crimes. Oh, the vicious crimes. Again, you have to look at abuse and who murders the innocent. Women cannot be violent in the same way men can be violent. They can't. But when they can be violent, they're more likely to kill the innocent. So when women have the opportunity to be violent towards the infants and the elderly, they are more likely to kill. Got it. And is that, kind of to Nat's question, is that just sort of a circumstantial meaning they're around more infants? They're the ones dealing with actual babies, daycares, nurseries, or even women are way more inclined to go into nursing and healthcare. So they're just kind of in that situation. So by the law of large numbers, so they're going to be more likely. <laughs> so you, you That's like that saying men are more likely to kill other people at war. Yeah, because 95% of the military you know is so men. It's so interesting. It's like whenever there's a bad stat about women, we always have this like gut reaction to like give a reason or an excuse. Mm -hmm. But no, but this I think is a bad this stat is, in general. This is even 1807. These are completely different time periods. Women were always more likely to kill the infants and the elderly. God. So... Look, I'm, I'm here to have an actual yeah. conversation. I've never, you know, you said that you think that men are more nurturing than women. I, that's the first time I've ever heard that, right? Mm -hmm. I think that men uh, will do more, right, out of unconditional love for a woman, whereas a lot of women will have conditions mm -hmm. in order to give love, mm -hmm. right? Like a man must be this, 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 and this, whereas a guy will just be like, yeah, she's hot, she's cool, and she's mm -hmm. a uh, loyal girl. I'll, I'll give her the world, whereas a woman wants... Six foot, six pack, six figures, this, that, mm -hmm. funny, crazy, this, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a longer checklist of what a man, uh, or that a woman is looking for versus what a man is looking for. Yeah, but that, that we were talking about like nurturing kids, I thought. No, yeah, but okay. also, but no, you just said nurturing. Yeah, you, yeah. You said nurturing kids. I'm saying in general, mm -hmm. women would be considered more nurturing, but also yeah. have... I just, I just think like we have to like whenever women have a, like something that describes women that makes them so special and awesome, it's always something that can't be measured. And whenever you measure it, the stats mm -hmm. never line up. Okay. And so, so that's that's an example I'm giving where it's like if we were more nurturing, wouldn't we be less likely to kill our children? So to, just to kind of put a ribbon on this, yeah. um, you know, I I said what's the biggest misconception about you? Yeah. You said, well, people think I hate women. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like you s speak fondly of women so what would you describe your relationship with women if you can sum it up what's my relationship like with women no just like the, the concept of women I, I like women I like guys, you know. Okay. I mean, it's not. But no, there's no doubt that I you. I just don't. I just don't think like. I think there's a lot of propaganda that says mm -hmm. women are these special, Do amazing. Do you find purpose in women? Do you find purpose? Let her answer the question. Like, I just think that there's all of this propaganda that always says women are so special and amazing and mm -hmm. awesome, and I just think women are people the same way men are people. 
They're special women. They're special men, you know, but I, I just think as a group, you know, they're just normal people. Yeah. Okay. But I do think they're more violent than men. I'll die on that hill, actually. Right. Every time I've been attacked, like physically, like threatened, always a woman. I always. hope so. It's not a man. <laughs> I yeah. hope not. Okay. So um, you don't hate women. You just think they're not special. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I know. Um, I think most people aren't special. But the difference is men know that. Women, not as much. Yeah, I don't see men running around being like, I'm a king, I'm the man, no, no matter what you no, say. No, no, no. It's sure. like, buddy, you're broke, you're homeless, you live with your mom, yeah, uh, I, you have three well, socks to your name. I came uh, to this whereas women, they're all queens no matter what their situation well, and is. I, came to this I do feel you on that. I came to this conclusion was I, I literally couldn't think of one thing that women are better at. I couldn't. Because every time I had to measure it and put a number to it. I have one thing. Okay, please. It's going to be super controversial. Okay. Uh, giving <laughs> birth. <laughs> I hope so. That's kind of the one thing. Women do create life. I do love my mom and my grandma. If men could figure out a way to do it, I would argue they'd figure out a way to do it. Well, let's hope they don't (laughs) because they're trying to have that happen, Pearl. Uh, Malik, when do you do, by the way? (laughs) Never. Never. Okay, got it. Me me too. Okay. I hope not. Um, So, moving on. Uh, Good to set the tone. I like it. I understand it. you know, anytime that you say, people want to, I'm sure you've asked, been asked this question a million times, but for me, it's sort of unique, uh, the whole Andrew Tate thing. You've been labeled the female Andrew, Andrew Tate, Tate, right? So I actually personally think that's sort of a convenient analogy. It's easy. He stands for one thing. All right, there's the woman that does this. You know, I don't see many similarities yeah. between you and Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. literally, other than maybe the traditional role mm-hmm. of a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Andrew Tate, Badass, six foot, I mean, you're all pretty tall. I'll give you that, you know. <laughs> six foot two, kickbox champion, multi-millionaire, driving Bugattis, hanging out with hot chicks, you know, body you know, count you know to funny? infinity. I'm like, the, I'm like the cheapest person ever. Yeah, too. he's balling out, you know, he's spending money. Girl. You know, your your body count, I assume, is low. Uh, you're, you're, you're not exactly driving Bugattis. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're kind of that. Um, you're not exactly fighting people. I don't. I don't know if you've ever been in a physical altercation, or at least recently. I actually. I'm oh, learning, really? I'm learning yeah. to box. Okay. Now, you know. <gasps> to protect yourself. So I just think that it's a convenient analogy. I get it. I've also interviewed him a handful of times. I think he's mm-hmm. the man. You know how I feel about him. But uh, so, do you think? Uh, why do you think you've earned this nickname? And uh, do do you like it? Do you, do you, do you find some contentiousness with it? What are your thoughts? Well, I, I, I'm a fan of Andrew Tate, so I, I mean, I take it as a compliment. I, I don't think, I think if you're more like involved, like you know more about the space, you're familiar with the content, you, you would see where we differ. Like, I, I don't, I've never heard him say women shouldn't vote. You know, I think that's more of a me thing. So you're more hardline on women than Andrew Tate. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're the more um, right wing yeah, Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I'm further than him. I was like, I don't know. I was like, interesting. You beat Andrew. I was like, I don't even know how he feels about this comparison. He's like, I, I think women should vote. I swear. Where else do you think you guys differ? Um, me and Andrew Tate. Um, hmm. Um. I don't really know. I, most things I agree with him on, but I, I would say I've never heard him say women shouldn't vote. Um, I, I would argue that marriage is a bad deal for men in 2023, um, and I've heard him kind of flip-flop on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, we love that. I've heard well, him go back and forth, so 
Interesting um, that you use the word flip-flop, but, you know, I would say that Andrew Tate, since we ended up speaking with him almost two years ago to today, mm -hmm. everything that's happened with him is that he's evolved. His yeah. opinions have changed. His lifestyle has changed. What yeah. the circumstances well, he's been dealing with. Yeah, but that's has, my point, though. Like, initially, maybe we might have agreed, but now it's like, I don't know if we do. So, it's fair to say that he's evolved. Yeah. Right? So, look into the future, two years down the road. Let's say you've been making content for a few years now. It blew up. What do you think that you're most likely to evolve on, ideologically? Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to predict the future. I don't okay. know. Okay. Um, Meaning, how about this? Are there some stances like the women can't vote, the women are dumber, the women are that you're like, you know what? There could be an argument made that da, 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 da. no, because I've always said there's exceptions. <laughs> like I've always, I've always, and they, they never clip this part, but I'll always yeah. say there is exceptions. Like you're telling me, Ivanka Trump is not better than, at business than the average man, the woman raised by the president. You know, yep. there's always been exceptions in history. Um, there's always been high IQ women, but they don't make the rule. And I think generally um, the statements like that you're talking about now. No, I think uh, I don't see those. Pretty firm on where you're at. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'll always change my mind with new information. And I really would like to find something that women are better at. So I'm just waiting. Okay. Yeah. What do you think Andrew Tate has evolved in the most? We've covered Andrew Tate a lot. What are your, what's your opinion? Um, I mean, I think he's a, a person who is a strong voice. He's a good influence. Um, I think he's also giving advice uh, through life experience. You know, you kind of see him kind of change perspectives in certain areas, but that comes with, you know, different perspectives. You know, he was in a prison cell. Like, you don't know what goes through your mind during those times, and maybe you value different things. So I can admire that he's firm in some things, but I can also admire, like, new information, as you mm -hmm. may refer to. Um, he adjusts and, and, and shares his experience. I think that's also keeps that authentic uh, human uh, person. You know, it keeps them like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, human. Humanism? Mm -hmm. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, I, I sure. will say one thing. Um, I actually said this to Sneeko over a year ago when he came on the podcast. I said, whatever beliefs you have now, mm -hmm. just be prepared for things to evolve. Mm -hmm. Sneeko was, I think, 24, 25 yes. at the time. As you get older, I think you're 26. Your birthday's coming up in mm -hmm. November, I want to say. Oh, happy birthday. You're going to be 27. Uh, this is in general. It's not even directed towards you in general. Your beliefs should evolve, meaning they could get more, uh, you could double down on your beliefs even more. No, I actually firmly believe this, and I'm going way deeper on it. Or it's like, you know what? I was kind of wrong about that. Let me evolve a little bit. Let me. Do but the whole purpose of life is improving, evolving, reflecting, maybe saying, you know what, I could have done that better. You know, given a second chance, I would do this. So I think you are, you are going to evolve mm -hmm. at some point. At some point, you're going to mm -hmm. want to be a mother and a wife, and, you know, mm -hmm. things might change. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that you need to even name that now, but I don't think evolving is a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's natural. Mm -hmm. No? <laughs> yeah, no, I think opinions change over time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think what you're going to see, if we're talking about the marriage issue evolving on that, you're going to still see the wealthy get married. Like, that. I, I just see it disappearing from the middle class. Um, and you think it's more likely to disappear from the middle class? Yeah, regardless of what I say, to be honest. Um, that, I mean, that's what you're seeing. Um, 
but yeah, that's what the numbers reflect. Richer men are married at a higher rate, so I think you're going to see it disappear. From Holler, the we class. want prenup. <laughs> I will say well, one thing, the, and I will say just from a- anecdotally interviewing guys, rich men fare a bit better off in divorce because um, <laughs> typically they have the ability Sorry, to, guys. you know. Yeah, you, you know, a lot of times wealthy men, if they lose their wealth, they can make it back mm-hmm. where it's the, the men that I see on the brink of suicide that have like a tougher time with it are the men that have worked the same job 25 years, have a pension and their wife takes half. They never recover. Oh, I'm sh- I mean, yeah. that's a different no, that, reality. There, there that's is a, a lot of truth in reality. that. Let me let me get yeah. one more take on you. Um, the, the Tate similarity. Mm-hmm. Um, first time we interviewed Tate on PBD podcast, PBD and I flew out to. Madrid to meet him. This is right after he got canceled. We had the first big interview with Tate after he got canceled. All right. So uh, demonetized, deplatformed, mm-hmm. canceled uh, all the social media companies, uh, Facebook, Meta, Insta, the whole thing, YouTube, Google, Snapchat, TikTok, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it got went to payment processors, um, Square, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, then it went to Ubers and Lyfts, Airbnbs. It was just canceled. It was a press of a button. But you're no stranger to this. I think you're on your like eighth TikTok <laughs> account. Oh, I've given up on TikTok. <laughs> so um, what platforms have you been canceled on or demonetized? And what is it about your message you think that the big tech organizations or digital governments don't want the people to hear? Um... I've been, I've really only lost accounts on TikTok. I've actually been pretty lucky with that. Um, I've never had a YouTube strike. I've never had any. Yeah. Nice. Really? Yeah, wow. I've never had a That's YouTube. Awesome. I've had a warning before, but never a strike. Nice. Um, so why do you think it's TikTok specifically? Well, I got banned on TikTok, so I called a chick a whale. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, but she called me ugly first. So okay. it's like, if I call you fat back, it's like, well, what did you expect? But I got banned. So crazy? Uh, what is well, that, violating was, terms of service? Y- yeah, like hate speech. Fat shaming? Yeah, yeah, because, well, no, no, she didn't call me ugly. She called me a slag. But I didn't even know what that meant at the time because I was, like, interviewing on the street. I think you told me. Yeah, that. yeah. And, then and that was the first time that you that got... That was, like, the big account because I almost had a million followers on that account. Mm. And then and then I just, I never really, like, rebuilt. And then it would just keep getting banned. So I, so like, I want to stay there on the banning thing. Are you on your eighth account right now or even are you even active right now? Uh, yeah, I don't really use so it. So wh- what were the reasons? that the second the third the fourth like i get the first one all right i'm not saying i even agree with that yeah we all know that tiktok is owned by ByteDance, uh, yeah owned by the ccp allegedly all that fun stuff so but the second time the third time the fourth time the fifth time what was the reasons for that god i don't even remember adam (laughs) i mean it's all anything that goes against women gets you canceled uh, uh, the fact of the matter is, for a thousand years, we've had a gynocentric social order saying women are so special and amazing, women amazing, men bad. And if you go against that narrative, that's when you get canceled. Hmm. But I'm trying to understand why TikTok. Meaning, it's not, you said nothing, no strikes on YouTube, YouTube. no issues. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been taken down on Instagram, anything? Oh, no, I did lose it. In, I forgot about that. All right, <laughs> see, we're getting somewhere now. Yeah, yeah. What did I happen <laughs> on I don't even remember. I what did I do on Insta? I know it was something on my story, but I literally don't. But at the end of the day, if you can sum up, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Insta, whatever you're forgetting to yeah. remember at this point, 
What do you think is the message they don't want uh, the audience hearing? Anything that women aren't special, amazing, and awesome. Okay. That's that's what they come at you. How about for. this weird question? Do you think you are special, amazing, and awesome? No, I think I'm quite normal. I think I'm an average chick in an average world. Okay, so let's say let's 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 go there. Let's say you're normal. You say you're average. I, I don't really interview one-on-one normal average chicks. Like, mm-hmm. you could be one of ten girls on a panel, yeah. but I don't do many one-on-ones yeah. with special women. So maybe you've built yourself up to being more special. What do, you, what do you say to that? Well, I'm good at YouTube, but I think most people... Like, I put in a lot of hours into it, so you get good at things that you... You know, what's it, like the 10,000 hour? Yeah, yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, like, you know, if you rewinded this four years ago, you, I wouldn't even be on the show. So by that logic, this is interesting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I would say that most young men are not special. You know, mm-hmm. the whole helicopter moms, you're the best but, thing well, ever. You're, they, you're the beautiful thing. Right. But men know that, uh, listen, mm-hmm. just because you're 21 and a cool guy, it means nothing. Yeah. Okay, you got to make money, you got to look good, you got to act good, you got to dress good, you got to treat women right, you got to be a badass. Like, you got to work your way up in society. Whereas women, it's just like, you can just be 20 and pretty and the world's mm-hmm. your oyster. Mm-hmm. So by, by men's standards, starting from nothing, doing nothing, mm-hmm. you've actually become special because you put in the work. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work and success and status <laughs> what is what makes you special? Uh, I mean, maybe on the internet. I, I'm not really in like, it depends from what point of view you're going to talk about, like, from dating, no. I don't think so, guys really care about that. But got it. Um, I would say in work, sure. But I don't know, Adam. I, I would even say that most men are more special, amazing, and awesome than women. Because when I look at it, I look at value added to society. Men do the infrastructure jobs. They pay $100,000 more in tax in a lifetime than women. Men add more value to society than women do. And women are just, you know, they're given handout after handout after handout. And then on top of that, told they're special, amazing, and awesome at the end of it. So I'm, I'm digesting this. Yeah. Because I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. I kind of think I'm dope. So I kind of think I want to give you a stat to back this up. 45% of men do infrastructure jobs. These are jobs that we need to run society. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, like what I see in this space is they basically say you need to become a 1% guy in order to get women. You need to build yourself up, do all this stuff. But we cannot do what we do without the men that build these microphones in the factories. We cannot do what we do without the average men that run society. Mm-hmm. And you know, not everybody is going to be a 1%, 5%. But the truth of the matter is men add value to society by running the infrastructure. Only 7% of women do the same thing. Um, then you could look at value added um, in terms of you could look at it in terms of protection, right? What what percent of women are really protecting society? Like what? So, I mean, do you count female cops? I don't even count them. <laughs> I, mean, I hope you don't get pulled over by a female cop uh, when you leave here. I don't even count. But I will them. say this, and I'll validate what essentially what yeah. you're saying. For the longest time, men, the hardworking men that built our society, industrial yeah. revolution, whether it's the you know, construction worker, the plumber, the electrician, the warrior, the military, the, uh, you know, HVAC guy, any guy that's busting his ass in the labor, the guy who's working in the garden, the guy who's working in the field, the lawnmower, like, these are tough jobs. But as, as technology has advanced, mm-hmm. uh, more people have gone from blue-collar jobs to white-collar jobs. Now more men are like, yeah, you know, we have editors, we have graphic designers, we have tech guys, we have people that sit behind computers all day. 
the, the ability to build machines to, to you know, well, or AI the number one. have basically made some of those jobs obsolete. But I will say this, mm -hmm. to your point. Um, most women, because most 60% of college students these days are women. It mm -hmm. used to be the other way around. 60% men, 40% uh, women, and now it's flipped. There is sort of a stigma in society, you can speak to this, mm. whereas a college-educated woman, even if she makes less mm -hmm. than the plumber, than the um, HVAC guy, whatever it is, the, the, the guy that's working on the toilets, whatever it is, she will look down on that man because he's not a college degree or college, he doesn't have a college degree or college graduate, and she would basically, hypergamy, uh, you know, deep-seated stuff, will look at him as lesser, mm -hmm. where I think the, essentially what you're saying is those are the men who have built society, they deserve respect. Do you feel like those men are being disrespected and pushed aside and looked over by modern women? I think they're disrespected by women and men, to be honest. Like, I, I hear a lot of disrespect in this space, like, towards the average, you know, calling them broke, saying they don't make enough money, when it's like, really, none of the influencers could do what we do without the average men that build society and run society. And you, you even said, like, you know, th there is still a large percentage of men that do work in factories. Um, I think the number one employment of men in the, in the country is truckers yeah that's true it, 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 that's the number one employment of men and it's like those guys deserve respect and they add more value to society than women do in 2023 i would also argue that there's a bunch of useless jobs that have been put into the workforce um basically that are subsidized by men's money i'm going to give you an example um the wnba is completely subsidized by the men Oh, we, right? we can talk yeah, about this oh, for yeah. days. I'm going yeah. yeah. to have a point, though. Yep. And basically what happened is the women will cry and whine and say, give me more money, give me more money, and they keep getting more money, more benefits, everything, right? Even though they do not offer value. I mean, no one's really watching the games. No one's really going. Um, it would be a net. I mean, even I, I did college sports, but all of college sports would operate at a loss, right? I think that happens in society all the time. I think it happens in human resources. I think human resources would disappear tomorrow if women were not in the workforce. The other thing I think that it would happen in is a lot of tech companies. Uh, you saw the before and after of Twitter, right? <laughs> but what, you saw the before, have you seen those pictures? Like before and after, like Elon fired all those people in Twitter. You, you yeah, of course, about? when he came in there with the all uh, kitchen women, sink. All the women were gone because when, when, it, when the rubber hit the road and they needed the people that were actually going to do work, it was not majority women. There was a couple women that made it, but it was not majority women. I think that happens everywhere in society. So women, uh, education, jobs. Yeah. Uh, we had your friend Nick Fuentes on, mm -hmm. right? Um, and he was adamant women should not go to college, period. They do not, should not go to college, with the, maybe the exception of certain people that are going into STEM, medicine, yeah. law, but he's basically an advocate for that. You went to college, but what yeah. do you think? Should, should women go to college? I mean, it didn't really help me with much. I, I played sports, so I really enjoyed college sports. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I mean, it's not, it didn't help me in the workforce. I, it didn't really do much for me, I would but, say. And I, and I studied economics. I actually had a real degree, so. So I guess my, the, the, the conversation I'm looking for is college overall has become watered down. It's become yeah. uh, sort of pointless to many extent. Uh, college uh, debt is out of control. It doesn't offer as much value it used to, to offer. Yeah. You're not necessarily unique. If you go to the four-year university and you graduate, yeah. hey, I'm college, you're not guaranteed a job. Yeah. But should women specifically not go to college? I would say most women shouldn't. You know, what it, women would? 
What woman would you suggest to go? Mm. I, engineering's probably a good degree. You know, I don't think most women want to do it, but mm -hmm. this <laughs> the is the STEM that, field that I was talking chick, about: yeah, science, technology, engineering. Engineers, you know, got it. Um, what about work? Should women go back to the pre 1950s and just stay at home, cook, clean, mother, it's raise so, the kids, not go to? Uh, it's so go to the workforce. It's so interesting when you look at history and you like like. It's actually like hilarious. I think it's so funny when I hear these chicks talk about oh. I miss the days when we just got to stay home and not work. It's like, bitch, what do you think the 1800s were like? What do you, mm -hmm. do you think your life was easier when you were working on a farm? <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think that women should listen to their husbands. You know, I, I know women that do work and they work mm -hmm. for their husbands. I, I think it depends on every family's financial situation. So what but I think, I think it's better if the women can stay home. Not every family can afford to do that, you know, but. Well, look, I can kind of agree with you on the yeah. whole listening to the husband thing, but that's not the point. What happens before they have a husband, though? Mm -hmm. like, I mean, you have to eat. <laughs> like, so what should they do for money if they don't work or go to college or anything like that? Like, walk me through the logic. Like, yeah, college is useless. Don't do it. But you still need to work. But maybe you're well, she's 22 smart. years old. She's smart. You're not ready to get married. Is she, is she smart or stupid? Well, what are most women? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, okay. Well, if I was gonna tell like a 22 year old, I mean, I would get a job where where you would want to meet your husband. That's what I would say. So if you want to date a doctor, you know, you work as an assistant at like a medical clinic. That's so you should go to. I mean, work. I'm not saying should. I would say yeah. it really depends on the person. So I'm not really into like broad mm -hmm. advice, but no. But this is important because I have a, co a lot of conversations yeah, with women about this. Because I actually have a very unique perspective on yeah. this, Pearl. Because, you know, in my old age of 40 plus, 42, uh, I see women that have focused on their career so much, mm -hmm. right? And have done all the high body count, travel, living it up. Beautiful women yeah. who are now 38, 40, 42, 44, still single. And my advice to them is, yeah, you probably should have prioritized a man, marriage, if that's what you want, yeah. which many women do, right? Um, but at the same time, I also give that advice to a 22-year-old, and what's their, what's their first thing they say? I don't want to get married right now. I want to live my life. I want to do these things. So how do you give this knowledge to a young 22-year-old girl who's like, what are you telling? My mom told me I should not rely on a man. I need to make my own money. I need to get a degree. I don't care what you say, Pearl. I'm listening to my mom. I'm not trying to get married at 22 years old. Like, if you were having that conversation, which you do with plenty of women, how would you basically get on their level to basically see what you're saying? Oh, I don't. I say, if you want to do that, go do it. Have fun. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Do you warn them of what the future would look like? Well, you... yeah. I mean, I can go through the antidepressant stats, like the women over the age of 45 that are on antidepressants. Um, you can go through the single childless women statistics, mm -hmm. but... You know, I, I'm not in the business of forcing people to live one way or another. Got it. But, you, but know, you know, I can't You're really, speaking more generally. I, I can't really, like, put a gun to her head. <laughs> well, let's, a, let's have some fun. Let's okay. put a gun okay. <laughs> to Natalia's head. <laughs> Natalia not. is 26 years old. Okay. She's an attractive girl. Okay. Um, you guys are similar age. She went to college. Uh, she comes from a good family. Um, she works. She works at Valuetainment. She's moving up uh, for someone like her, specifically, you know, if, if you could, if, if Dr. Pearl put on her medical hat, what would you tell, what would you tell Nat? 
Well, what, what outcome do you want? Um, this is a place that I'm going to find my career, and I probably will meet somebody along the way. Okay. And I probably have met someone, so, but yeah. Oh, okay. She seems, yeah, she's good. That's it? That's yeah. how this works? That yeah. just Nat whispers an answer and you agree with it? Yeah, sure. That, that, that did not sound convincing by either of you right now. Now the men are fighting with the women. So, <laughs> now what are you solving for? I mean, long term, this is a company that I want to build. You know, mm. it's a company of opportunity. Um, and I know along the way there'll be a lot of people I will meet. And I will probably find who I'm looking for along the way. So, mm -hmm. I am working for So, I think this is important because yeah. you, you, you know, in... in you know, some people say, you know, this isn't advice, but it kind of is, but it's, you know, kind of, I don't know. But at the end of the day, we're all kind of giving opinions which could be perceived as have, advice. If you met a guy that you really liked, would you prioritize that? Um, yeah, that would be, have to be my, my priority. That's going to be my next chapter in my personal life. So that's an area that I do mm -hmm. have to give time and attention. Okay. So yeah. knowing female nature, you're a woman, okay. you, know, you know female nature. What age do you think most women even start thinking about actually settling down, having kids, um, getting married, all that stuff? I would say after 25 in modern okay. day. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I think, think that's mm -hmm. fair. I see a lot of women that get the 30 itch and then, oh, my God. So, <clears throat> but prior to 25, mm -hmm. you know, how are they eating? How are they living? Oh, how are they making oh, money? What, oh, what I would say, I would yeah. just say be a virgin, young chicas, be a virgin and get married. That's what I would say. I would say that's the best option. If we want to look at... You know, if, if your goal is family and children, that is the best option for you. Gotcha. So how would you suggest a woman would court, or how would you suggest a woman get experience? I'm not saying sleeping around, because I'm not condoning sleeping around. But how would you suggest a woman like that, you know, she's been home well, all her life, to be able to identify this as a man that is going to... Oh, God, women can't identify. We're terrible at it. So then that's my point. So what dads. suggestion would you have to no, those women would, that stay well, at home? I think, like, traditionally, it used to be that the dads would help you. And okay. so the dads would say, these are, like, five guys in town. I think this would be the ideal. All right, so you got a, you got a daughter, right, let's just say. Okay. And you say, these five guys, they're, they're everything that I think would be good in a husband. Daughter, pick one. Boom, there you go. So kind of like the Indian culture, where they kind of... They, give the marriage yeah i do that in indian culture too. so um i do want to talk about women and the body positive we touched on some mm -hmm. of the stuff looks marriage you just brought up virgins yeah okay? yeah this is something that i find fascinating this conversation about virgin brides yes right I, I one of my favorite movies of all time is the princess bride um and this whole concept of virginity and look you know, in high school and college, maybe I took one or two, right? But at this phase in my life, the last thing I'm looking for, for me, mm -hmm. is a virgin because I'm a little bit older, right? But I understand that concept. So, Would you um, consider yourself a traditional guy? Um, in many respects, yes, but maybe not uh, in certain categories. Are you, like, looking to get married the next couple of years? I'm looking to have kids and a, and a girl, for sure. Okay, but... No, traditional asked, asked. marriage, as far as the government getting involved in my life... I, you know, I don't know if yeah. you know, I was married. You briefly. were married? Yeah. Oh, my God, I had no idea. So you go. Well, well at <laughs> the end, go. you're going to flip it on me, have this conversation. But, yeah, I do. I would like, I, I would say that, how about this? I've been pretty traditional, but I'm becoming more traditional, evolving, as we kind of discussed. Okay. Uh, would you say you're traditional? No. You're not? No, I wish I was, but no. How so? 
Well, when I, I think of like a traditional woman, I think of a woman that like, I don't know, I was an athlete growing up. Okay. So I was like, I, I, was, I spent like four hours a day in the gym. I, I don't think that's like a traditional. All right. Up, so you played you know. sports. I don't think that, I mean, in modern society, yeah. a lot of girls play sports. How else are you not traditional, but you would love to be traditional? Well, that's, that's the main thing. That I, just I think, you're an I think, athlete? Well, I think traditional women get married before the age of 25. So. Okay. So, um, but the virginity thing. Yeah, I think, yeah, I also think that that's part of it. Traditional okay. women, they're virgins. They wait till they're married. They, they're typically, like, ra like they're more raised. Um, like, I, I just don't see athletes, like female athletics, as being, God. like, the epitome of traditionalism. But, and you've already answered this. You're, you, you said you're not a virgin, <laughs> right? God, not again. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> it's not, yeah. like, breaking news. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You're not married. This is not breaking yeah, news. Yeah. I get it. You've said... You're not traditional, but you wish you were. Yeah. But you're also saying, hey, women, go be traditional. Yeah. You're also like, look, I'm not really traditional, but this is what I would recommend for you, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to virginity thing, it's actually pretty fascinating to me because I have some stats. Malik, pull that up in a second. Mm -hmm. You said the ideal marriage of two virgins is getting married and staying married for a lifetime is good. Mm -hmm. You've said that, right? Mm -hmm. Non-virgin women cause all of the world's problems. Oh, Interesting. yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know, in the West specifically, mm -hmm. the concept of virgin brides, in my opinion, is so far-fetched today. Yeah, 4%. I think it's like 3 yeah. or 4%. Yeah, yeah. Done, so done. Um, I want to pull up these stats. Um, how can we go back in time and re recreate this traditional virgin so, mm. lifestyle? And, and like, how much does this actually weigh on your mind? That, oh, I'm not a virgin. I wish I was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. What could I have done lot, different? A lot more since every show I go on, they bring it up. Right. Well, why do we bring it up, Pearl? Because you talk about it. It's yeah. not like I because, think about this. Because, because, but here, before you because, answer, look at these stats. Because. Look at these stats real quick. So punch in a little bit. So in the 19th century, all you have to do is look at the um, top number. Okay. Right. So in the 1970s, this is when you get married. 21% uh, of women were virgins, okay? By 1980s, it was 17. 1990s, it's 14. You 2000s, it's 12. By 2010s, specifically when social media hits the scene, mm -hmm. it plummets down to 5%. You said now it's closer to 3%. So is this, uh, can we put the toothpaste oh, back in the tube or are oh, we doomed? You know what's crazy? If you look up 1920, the first sexual revolution was actually in the 20s. Yeah, People women's suffrage, was, everything that yeah, goes along yeah, with that. And yeah. so it was actually like 85% in the early 1900s. So think about how far that's fallen in 100 years. No, we are in full agreement with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. We are in full agreement. I'm not, like, these are, these are stats. Yeah. Not, this is not zero opinion. Yeah. But, you know, the concept of virgin bride, are we just too far gone that it's, like, we're not... These numbers are trending that way. How do you envision it going from 3% back to 5, back oh, to 10, back to 20? It won't. It just won't. It won't, no. I, I don't see it going back, unfortunately. <clears throat> if you can kind of put things but in place what, to make it go back in place, what things would you put in place to influence more of that? Chastity I mean, belts. Well, I, I, I would say women respond very quickly to social shame. Uh, when, yeah. when, when something is socially shamed as a society, um, that is typically when you see women make changes. Um, for example, and I don't know, you, you guys have to see this on the show. You just mm -hmm. hear women repeat back the same things that they've heard like on in the media. I've heard about Kim Kardashian getting married so many like so. Uh, really, I, I think the only way to swing it back is the culture. 
and through social shame, but I don't really see that happening. So yeah, I, I don't no, know. No, but that's that's my point. So when you guys ask me, you're like, well, what would you tell a 22 year old chick? It's like, well, yeah. I can give them this advice, but I'm not stupid. Like I know the culture. Got it. <laughs> right. You know but what it's I mean? Like, give also but, the, but I don't know. Like if you had a daughter, like what are you gonna yeah. tell them? It's better to have multiple partners or zero partners or like one partner for life. I mean, Adam knows where I stand. I say, be a virgin. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> That's, That's just the... me, but it just, the only reason also why is because to me, it's like you can't handle a level of discipline and you can't handle a level of like, keeping something that's private private you know like mm -hmm. being able to be tempted with something like that i think that's a level of discipline that's very hard for people to have so you value it yeah and so for me i'm i'm with I'm yeah. not like gonna argue like go sleep around because that's not what i well and either. i know chicks that have done it like i, I genuinely know chicks that have, <laughs> that have done what that have waited till they were married i, I know a couple you know actually. like one no i know i can think of three off the top of my head i could probably think of more okay, that's the three um, percent yeah, yeah, no, yeah, not bad. No, 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 it's rare. It's totally, totally rare. rare. But, 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 let me but ask when you, I look yeah. at their outcomes for life, I'm like, well, like they're probably the happiest married people I know, like under the age of 40. There then, are stats that show that the less body count you have, sure. uh, the longer the marriage lasts. It's just, again, very far-fetched in society. What do you think about the girls? We've had this on the show a bunch of times who are born-again virgins. <laughs> Would you ever consider yeah. yourself a born again virgin, or are you, are you living in reality? I'm gonna start saying that on yeah. the shows. I swear to God. No, no, no. Um, no, I, I don't think you can re-become a virgin. I don't know right. why they say okay. that. Okay. Yeah, I, I ask I that all quite, the time. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm a virgin now. It's like, it, it really? Cannot, How does that work? Yeah. I mean, I think those chicks, you're gonna kind of have a hard time selling a guy on that. Like, yeah. They got it for free, but you, sir, need to marry me first. Or they're practicing abstinence now. I mean, you, you might get a taker. I just think that's a hard sell. <laughs> so, but you also talked about the social shame. you got to shame them into agreeing. Well, but I think we could start by not rewarding it. I think that's step one. Maybe no money, no OnlyFans. Uh, maybe the guys come in, stop marrying the Kim Kardashians, stop giving these women mm. commitment, neon. You know, men used to, like, shame other simps. You know, Dylan Dennis is really doing a service to the men, in, the men throughout this country. But, yeah. you know, it's interesting because mm -hmm. you talk about the free markets and capitalism. I would say the onus is on the men, mm -hmm. the simps, the guys who are paying these women. Because if guys stop paying the OnlyFans and the sex workers yeah. and the strippers, what have you, then they would stop doing it. But there's a major market for that. Do you have so they the, keep doing it. So at what level does the men have accountability for rewarding these women? Do you have the, same, you have the women? same energy for drug dealers? Do I have the same energy for yeah, drug dealers? Yeah, so if dealers? a guy deals drugs, is it the crack addict's fault? Or is well, it the drug dealer's fault? I think addiction is a lot different. Why do we for have, being addicted to drugs than being like, yeah, I just want to see some why ass. Why do why do we have why <laughs> no why do we have empathy for drug addiction but not sex addiction addiction? You know, there are studies that say that sex is a need for men. So when you have one out of three men that are either virgins or haven't had sex in the past year, it's like it's on the internet. They're gonna go somewhere. Now I, I don't believe in porn. If this was Pearl's world, I would just ban it all. I would yeah. just be like, that's banned, that's banned. But it's interesting how when women make a poor decision, we find a way to blame it on the men. But when men make a poor decision, we blame it on, we blame it on them. So um, interesting analogy with the drug dealers, but at the end of the day, it comes with choice. But like you said, you would ban it. There's Banning is a slippery slope. You know this on your social media accounts. You know this, that you don't want to be banned. So why can you ban speech? but not ban activities 
or ban what people want to do with it. We, we saw what happened with Prohibition, mm-hmm. tried to ban it. It was reckless, okay? You try to ban mm-hmm. um, people making decisions with their own bodily autonomy, people will react to it. Well, How could you ban something that the market wants? How would that work? Well, I mean, people are still going to do it illegally, of course, but I don't really want to live in a world like Amsterdam where you can go down the street and get a hooker. And that's really like, you know, have you seen that where the women are like in the front? I've been to the red light district. It, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and so it's like, do you really want to be in a society that is so accepting that we accept that? I would argue, no, I don't think the argument should be, well, someone's going to buy it. We should just make it legal. I don't really. But there's it. levels to that. And I, you, ha, you have a point. I yeah. get it because, you know, there, there is some validity there. But you're also saying that there's some sort of equivalency to uh, a crackhead <laughs> to a dude who wants to go to a strip club. I would say that there's nuance to this. There are sex addicts. There are porn addicts, and there's some guys oh, that just kind of want to have a fun well, night I, I on would, a Saturday night. I would, I would just like with drugs. Well, there's crack addicts tell, and some guys that want to smoke a joint. We, I'll tell you what we could yeah. make an equivalency to the the one out of three very very lonely men in this country. A lot of these men still do jobs that run the infrastructure mm-hmm. in society. I mean, you heard Andrew Tate talk about when he did the cam business. Uh, men would send their life savings. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't think that's a, a, a form of addiction? A form of loneliness, like we can't have empathy yeah, for that. Yeah, but whose fault is that? It, 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 everyone's choices in life is their own fault. But my point is when we were talking about the sex workers, you mm-hmm. immediately blame the customers. And whenever women make a bad decision, we have a tendency to blame the men. That was I, my I, point. I'm not even blaming. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's a free market. But, so as example, those one-third of men, we've seen that stat, mm-hmm. one-third of men are virgins. Yeah. I ask myself, well, why are they virgins? Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe they're young. Maybe they have no game. Maybe they don't have any respect from women because they don't deserve respect. They're broke. They're fat. They're sloppy. They're losers. They play video games. They have no game. They have no skill set. You know what, homie? Hector, maybe you should be a virgin until you improve your life. Mm-hmm. So, I, But that's a small percentage of men. That's like if you break down the numbers, that's not the majority. I mean, overweight, sure, but everyone's fat. You know, that's not like a men yeah. or women thing. But, but, but 40, I don't feel but bad again, for those but guys. Again, but again, uh, You 45, feel bad for those guys? I, I, who I feel bad for is the I'll, I, there's two groups of men that I have a lot of empathy for. Yeah. One is the average men that do not get respect in this country. Again, 45% of men, almost one out of two men, do a job that makes the country run. And a lot of times, especially in the influencer space, I, I see this a ton, where we shit on the average men that make this country run. None of mm-hmm. us could do what we do without them. The second empathy, the, the, the second group of men that I have a lot of empathy for are the traditional men that do the right thing and get married and they typically have average jobs work the same job for 20 years and then come home one day to a woman that has taken half of their assets and i've been on the other side of that and i've interviewed Mm -hmm. these guys i have a ton of empathy for them because they have no idea what they are signing up for yeah no men definitely need to be forewarned of sort of the uh Mm. pitfalls of marriage but I'll say this. I'm almost taking like a different angle to do. But I am a man. I I, I consult with (laughs) men. I coach men. I'm one of those dudes that actually want men and women Mm -hmm. to win. I'm not that person that's like, men win, women lose. Mm -hmm. Women win, men lose. No, I think we can all win. But when Hold on, hear me out. Mm -hmm. Those men, from a macro standpoint, from an economic standpoint, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. The... The millions of truck drivers, Mm -hmm. okay? The millions of guys that work with their hands, the millions of plumbers. From a macro standpoint, you're absolutely right. But from a micro standpoint, 
Are you basically saying that I have to respect Carl, the truck driver, just because he drives a truck? What else is he doing with his life? Is he a good person? Is he, is he contributing to society? Is he raising his kids? Is he actually active in his community? Is he uh, practicing philanthropy? I, I think but it's just because he drives a truck, I don't think he deserves respect. I, I think from a macro standpoint, I respect what the men do, but I don't think I ever need to respect Carl because he drives eight hours in a truck every day. So it's well, very nuanced. I, I think it's like a pretty privileged position to be in, honestly, because he, like, the average men allow you to do what you do and live how you live. So I, I think you should treat the people that help you get to where you are with a lot of respect. Yes. Okay. Simply uh, for having those jobs. Just because they think, have a I job, think, they I deserve think, respect? I, I think that you should respect... The, I'll give you an example, Uber yeah. drivers. I couldn't get anywhere without my Uber drivers. Now, it's, it's a normal job, right? It doesn't, you know, it's not like a necessarily hard job to do. But yes, I think the average men in this country that work normal nine to fives deserve respect. So, you know, Elon Musk has a quote that you are paid in the proportion to the problem that you solve. You get paid by delivering value. Yeah. So as an example, I work, now I'm not doing this, in the financial markets, mm -hmm. okay? I'm a financial wholesaler for a very niche product, and I'm, my company, myself, are the best in the world at this one thing called life settlements. We are the best of the best of the best, and we are highly compensated for it. That's how I made my money, that's how I met PBD in the financial world, but very few people can do it, and that's why we're paid a lot. But anybody mm -hmm. can drive Uber, Uber, mm -hmm. anyone, can clean a studio, be a janitor. So the lower level of a job, the less problems you're solving, mm -hmm. the less you'll be paid. So, you know, n how many YouTubers are out there? Okay, there's tens of millions. Mm -hmm. How many YouTubers have more than 100,000 subs? 2%? Mm -hmm. How many have more than a million subs like Pearl? Mm -hmm. Less than 1%? So it'd be like saying, just because you're a YouTuber, you deserve respect. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, respect is earned, not given. It's mm -hmm. you need to establish some credibility and competence in order to get that but respect. I, I think so he, if you I, own the trucking company, it's like, all right, that guy built the company and hired all the guys respect. So then but the guy on his first day of a job, just because he drives so a truck, I'm not like, oh, my God, okay, respect. Okay, so do you, do you not respect the employees that work for you unless they work their way up and own the company? I respect the hell out of them. But that's the point. Like, yeah. like I, I think that you should respect the people that allow you to do what you do. And so, so you have it here, and I'm also talking about in society as well. So, you know, the Uber drivers allow you to mm -hmm. get from point A to point B. So I, yes, I think they deserve we're, a, yeah. we're, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. These guys are respect. We just have a different... So you ever given an Uber driver a five star? Yeah. All the time, right? Yeah. You ever given an Uber driver a one star? No. Never? No. How about a two star? Never. How about a four star? I always just click five. Okay, so I'll tell you. How often do you Uber? All the time. I Uber everywhere. I don't even have a car. I haven't had a car in 10 years, bro. Yeah, I don't Perfect. Even. Let me tell you something. Nine out of ten trips, yeah. they're getting a five-star. Yeah. You picked me up. You were there on time. You took me to where I was going. Cool, awesome, great job, respect. But every one in ten trips, someone's getting a three-star. <laughs> someone's getting a one motherfucking star. Why? Their car smelled. They took the wrong route. They were rude. There's a million different reasons. But the point is, I'll respect you. If you do a good job and do the job you're supposed to do, five-star, homie. Mm -hmm. All right, great job, Pedro. But, you're but if you don't do a good job... 
sorry, Rick, you just got one star. Well, so the, the whole, like, I'm just going to respect you because mm -hmm. you're an Uber driver. The, at what point does merit and well, value come into the equation? See, now you're kind of switching it. You're, like, adding something in where you're like, well, what about the ones that don't do a good job? No. Correct. And yes, we know there are exceptions, Adam. But, but you've my, never given my, a one my, star. But my, my point, well, I mean... I probably would, but I just, I just, I'm, I'm pretty easy to please. It's like you get me to point A to point B, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. But my, my point is that average men that allow us to do what we do deserve respect. And too many times I see people become successful and get to a certain point and they don't respect the average men that run this country. Not everybody's going to own businesses. Not everybody's going to become a top five, 10% earner. And Quite frankly, we couldn't have like the, the country would not function if everybody did. Hundred yeah. percent agree with you on the infrastructure. Men do not get the respect that they deserve in that regard on a macro level. Okay, on a micro level, I think that you have personal responsibility, individual decisions. Let me ask you this one thing: um, Why do you think that is? Meaning, this is my hypothesis. Prior to um, the 1980s, 1950s, however far you want to go, women weren't necessarily in the workforce right? Mm -hmm. They were relying on a man. So you could be at a small town in Des Moines, Iowa, or Jacksonville, Florida, or, you know, uh, oh. wherever in California. Point is, you could get, uh, as an average man, you can get a normal girl. She respects you because she's not working. She relies on you. You pay the bills. Uh, an average income could support a family of two. Normal guy, normal girl, marriage, family, boom. But as women have been empowered, gone to school, made more money. Now they've developed a, well, I don't really need that $40,000 dude. I make 80 grand. I'm only going to go out with a guy that makes more than me. You, you, you know about the hypergamy concept. So is it because women have made more money, they don't necessarily need that man as a provider? And is that the biggest reason that they don't get the respect from the women? What do you I, think? I would argue women steal men's money. Actually, I would say they do it through child support, alimony, and government benefits more than anything. But that's uh, after they get married. In order to get married, a guy has to uh, fall in love and oh, make that decision oh, and be like, support. all right. You don't need to get, you just need to trap that too. the guy. Okay. <laughs> you just need like the wrong, get the wrong woman pregnant. But, you know, um, they say that. Um, but, but women used to, it used to be, everything was more family oriented before. So t women would work, they would just work like, it, if a guy had a farm, the woman would work on the farm. So they would just be working together typically. Yeah. Yeah. But how many people are working on farms these days, Pearl? No, I know these days, but yeah. you were talking about like, uh, I'm saying it's not correct. This idea that like women didn't like work and contribute to society, not in, in the way they do now. Sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying in the past, like, uh, come on, a woman from the 1850s, life was a million times harder than a chick working today. Absolutely. Like Google a day in the life in the, of the Amish. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I, yeah, could you do that? Yeah. I couldn't do that. Well, <laughs> I, so want to do I, that. I see your point. I don't <laughs> even think we're arguing. I think yeah. we're just, uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're disagreeing on nuance. Everyone's life was harder yeah. in the 1850s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, you know, the world is so much better. And this is the problem in America today. The world is so much better than it's ever been. Uh, especially Western society, so much better. The poverty levels are, are, are minuscule compared to where they were 20, 40, 50, 100 years ago. We're, we're inventing problems. We're inventing depression. We're, we're pa passing out antidepressants like it's, you know, popcorn, uh, whereas life is actually pretty good, mm -hmm. right? And women, they're capitalizing on modern society. Mm -hmm. Should women, you know, dumb it down? 
and not capitalize and just focus on marriage and kids? Or should women be like, yeah, let me go get my money too? How should women operate in modern society? Well, I, I would say society would be a lot better if women focused on family mm -hmm. and especially family over themselves. I would say, I actually disagree with one thing you said there. I actually don't think that this depression, anxiety, all that stuff, I, I really don't think it's made up. I think it comes from single mother homes. I think it comes from selfish mothers choosing themselves over their family. Um, and I, I think that kind of messes you up in the head. A lot of times for life, some people can overcome it, but a lot of times. Okay, so you actually, you've said something about um, being selfish, actually, uh, perfect segue. You said a modern female mentality is me before the family, right? Yeah. Women file a divorce, we all know this. What, 70 to 80% of the time, especially if they're college uh, educated, um, divorce. How do you feel about divorce? You said it should be banned? Yeah, except for except for Will Smith, I'll give him one. <laughs> <laughs> so Will Smith. Will Smith. Okay. I, I grant you a divorce. <laughs> so other than Will Smith, when do you condone divorce? Under any circumstances? I'll give one-sided abuse. I think if they're beating each other, they should like work it out. <laughs> they should just both figure out how to not hit. But yeah, one-sided abuse, I'll give you a divorce. Um, maybe some adultery cases. Most, most cheating is a one-time thing. Fun fact. Okay. But, you know, um, maybe if he gets another chick pregnant, I might give you a divorce. You so know? there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. The church used to like, you'd have to like give your case to the church and then they would say yes or no, but they were a lot more picky back then. So go ham on the women right now. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're gonna have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> um, what, what is it that makes them selfish? Why are they the ones filing for divorce the vast majority of the time? What is it that they're just willing to just cast away their kids, their family, and just succumb to their emotions? What is it? Oh, God. I've heard every. I'm sure you've heard every excuse, too. He was holding me back. I'm like, bitch, from what? He gave you kids. Um, no, I mean, women file 70 to 80% of the time. And a lot of times, I think it's because they think the grass is greener on the other side. Um, and a lot of times, again, the media tells us we're so special and awesome and amazing and you're going to find better. And the truth is that most women do not. The majority of single mothers do not remarry. They do not. It's, um, I think only it's like 15% actually get a guy to remarry them. 22% get a guy to live with them again. So the majority of single mothers do not have happy endings and we're not really honest. We don't really tell people these statistics. Okay, bingo. I think that's a great point and a great stat you just made. We just did uh, a whole panel. Kevin Sava was on. Mm -hmm. uh, Troy Francis was yeah. on. A couple of our friends were on. There was a couple single mothers on the panel. Mm -hmm. uh, Janelle Gordon, you might, uh, you mm -hmm. might know. Janelle, we asked the question to the men. Um, you meet this woman. She's amazing. She's awesome. She's young. She's beautiful. She's charismatic. She's smart. You know, she's uh, loyal. All that fun stuff. Uh, but she has a three-year-old kid, okay? The good news is he was potty trained. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, would you date this girl? And uniformly, they're like, nah, 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 nah. And then the women with kids obviously stated their case. That's like, nah, like a real man needs to step up, all that fun stuff. But you said that only 15% of single mothers remarry? Roughly. I don't remember okay. if it's, it's like a roughly 15. I don't, it could have been 30. Sometimes. Gotcha, but I think that's an important stat to yeah, point out yeah. because... 
if that's the objective yeah to get married be mm -hmm. good to know that's that yeah and then 22 percent get a guy to live with them but again that means the majority do not have happy endings you know another another stat if you hit 30 and you're not in a relationship um you're more likely to not have kids than to have them as a woman. As a woman. Okay. Gotcha. Well, actually, if you if you at 35 as a guy, you only have a 15% chance of getting married. Over, I think too many men, like, mm -hmm. they see the game. They're not, like, I'm not playing with it. Interesting. Well, I'm going to give yeah. you an opportunity to nitpick my uh, dating life in a second. So <laughs> we got a few more things. But you brought up Jada Pinkett. You said, you know, I'll make a few exceptions for yeah. divorce. Uh, but certainly women should uh, stick it out, not file for divorce. Um, you make an exception for, for Will and Jada. Um, no, she has a new memoir call out called Worthy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we all know what happened with the guy August Alastina years yeah. ago on the Red Table Talk. <laughs> yeah, if your wife, if your wife has sex with your daughters, <laughs> if your wife has sex with your your daughter's friend, I will give you a divorce. Yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> so, we can agree. He gets one, right? Yeah, here's yeah. the book right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, she has alopecia, I believe. So that's what it was. So in this book, she describes her romantic past that she was really in love with Tupac. Uh, they were actually, uh, Will and Jada were actually separated for seven years. Uh, and then obviously the entanglement that you mentioned with August Augustina. So what are your thoughts on what's going on with this? If you were Will's <laughs> guidance counselor, what would you advise him? And if you were Jada's psychiatrist guy and guidance counselor, what would you advise oh, her? I would tell Pearl's going to play doctor I would, right now. I would say, Jada, please stop torturing this man. Just you need to be by yourself. Yes, yes, it is time for you to die alone. Will Smith, um, I would also say you should divorce her. Yeah, this is, this is just craziness. This is embarrassing to your family. She's going to keep doing this. She's going to keep making a public spectacle out of whatever you guys go through. So, yeah. Why do you think he still stays with her? Um... What do you think she has on him? Any man that's been dis disrespected like yeah. this, emasculated like this, has to look in the mirror and be like, I'm freaking Will Smith. Yeah. Maybe it's just Go listen to some Andrew Tate or Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> speeches and figure it out. Maybe, Why do you think he hasn't done it yet, Pearl? Maybe You're an expert. You know. Maybe, maybe it's just cheaper to keep her at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is a thing. You know what I mean? It's like, what's on the other side of this? Don't they live separate already? I have no idea. Yeah. I know. I think they said they're trying to get back together. I don't know why you would do that. But yeah. I think at this point, he's just tired. Yeah. Just tired of dealing with it and just willing to just roll over and just play dead, basically. And yeah. Just well, and a lot of guys, a lot of guys have been taught that their job is to make women happy. And the truth is women were never happy. Yeah. I mean, they've given us all of these rights and we still find something to whine about. It's interesting that you said be happy because... You know, Will Smith uh, famously has said is like, it is not my job to make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. <laughs> and when you figure it out, you can come back to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what she's dealing with right now, but it, it's very interesting. This whole Will Smith thing, after the, all the embarrassment. I'll give, I'll give him a divorce. It's almost <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what's the thing where you, um, you fall in love with your captor? What's that called? What's the syndrome? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Sort of something like that going on here. She's got some sort of spell on him. Must be. I don't know. No man will put up with that much shame and ridicule and embarrassment and mm -hmm. be like, that's my wife, dog. I don't <laughs> get fine. it. I don't get it. And it can't be the money because even if you have, yeah. what's, his, what's his net worth? Hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. I assume he had a prenup. Even if not, 
here's 100 million for you. I'll keep 100 million. Dude, it's Will Smith. There's something there. She's got some, some secret, something on him, yeah. some secret. Yeah. Anyway, let's pause for a second. Uh, Nat has some super chats. <laughs> we have a few more questions with our friend Pearl. We're having some fun. We're agreeing. We're disagreeing. But it's all respectful. It's all love. Uh, then we'll get some more questions with Pearl. Then she's going to flip it on me for the last part of the show. Nat, I know you're practicing your reading skills. Hooked on Phonics worked for Nat. Yes. Go ahead, read them out, and let's see what this chat's having to say. Awesome. And then, Malik, you can help me read the, um, st the poll answers if you want. Um, okay, cool. Well, shout out to you guys. Thanks for the super chats. Uh, we've got a few of them. Uh, first one is B and Cheeks. Thank you for the super chat. I'm just seeing your chat. Yeah, yeah. He's in your chat. He said, uh, Pearl's for sure annoying and avoids real debates, but respect her annoyance because she speaks for the weak men, and in return, she catches women's attention. I hope she gathers a good female following to make her a real change in society. Thanks, B and Cheeks. <laughs> that was Thanks, a good one. Mr. Cheeks. Um, then we have a few other... Um, um, okay, we have Uncle Luke. Uh, he said, sorry, Adam, I got to give you an L on your take about the truck drivers. I'm not a truck driver specifically. It's all about the blue-collar men who keep the U.S. going that gets no respect, Uncle Luke. Uh, then we have uh, a few smaller chats. They're a dollar when we go through them. Nope. I don't think so. Um, okay, well, thank you guys for the super chats. We're going to be going through like the $10 and up one, so give us some good chats. Give us some good questions. We've got Pearl in the house, so I think yep. it's a great time to connect. Pearl, let's do some rapid fire because okay. I want to I save some time for you to ask me some questions at the mm -hmm. end because I know that was, mm -hmm. that's what we wanted to do. So marriage. Mm -hmm. Marriage. So, you know, you've had some hot takes on marriage. I don't need her to go over everything you said, but... Marriage isn't marriage anymore. Uh, you, we've talked about the level of wives not honoring their husband. Uh, and you've obviously warned all the men of risk of marriage. But I want, I want you to dream with me for a second, Pearl. Okay. Dream. Close all your right. eyes. Dream with me. You want to get married one day, mm -hmm. I assume, right? So paint your perfect life, right? Your ideal husband. What does he look like? What does he act like? What does he sound like? Mm -hmm. uh, dream. Dream this oh, wow. dream with me. Um, <laughs> And, and, and give us that ideal lifestyle. It's going to be such a corny answer. I want to marry someone like my dad. It's like usually what I'd say. Um, Describe my, your dad. My da he's a really hard worker and very like logical because um, I don't know. My, my life can get obviously kind of crazy. So I always I always like um, it, it's just such a nice I don't know. It's such a nice feeling when you have someone you can go to for like guidance. Um, you know, I'm tall, so I'd like ideally tall. Okay. How, what's, all right, how about this? What's the minimum height? Uh, like 5'10". Minimum? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you're yeah. six foot. You? Six foot, yeah. Okay, okay. so you like this So you'd go shorter? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> ideal, like taller ideally, but, you know. Okay. How about this? Ready? Yeah. I played this with the m multiple girls. Here, let's play the game with Pearl. Oh, wait, Catholic. Okay. Yeah, Catholic. So, Catholic, yes. priority. Yeah. Um, Catholic. Put these okay. in order. It's sort of um, juvenile, but I think it'll help describe what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, a whole the six 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 game. You played yeah. this before. Six figures, six pack, six foot, six inches. <laughs> Put those in hierarchical order of importance. Six foot, six inches, mm -hmm. six figures, six pack. Um, <coughs> I, I guess the. I've always wanted. I've always wanted athletic kids. So probably the, okay. high, the the six foot. Okay. And then you the, just said five ten. 
well, you, you, well, I was going off of what you said. Got it, you got said it. The okay, sixes, six foot. So, yeah. Got it. Um, then I guess the money next, maybe. Okay, and then, six figures. What was the other one? You said the six. Six pack, six inches. I get the six pack, I would say. Six pack, and then what's last? The. I mean, those are the four options, Yeah, right? so last yeah. is six inches? That's the only one left. So you're okay right? with a short, short man? You know the song, we don't want no short, short man. Oh, gosh, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I mean, this is, this is your husband, Pearl. Um, I mean, I just, I don't think that's the most important okay. thing. Wow. Most, most <laughs> girls say, ready, six figures and six foot first. Okay. Then they say the six inches thing. And last is the six pack. You know, Nat talk, said she wants a wealth belly. Okay. So here's what I got. Here's mm -hmm. your ideal husband. Does he want to have a beard or no beard? No beard. No beard. Yeah. Clean shaven. So we want a clean shaven, Catholic, ideally six foot man who makes good money uh, with mm -hmm. decent shape. Not, not, not that important. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he doesn't have to be long dong silver or anything like that. He just needs to be <laughs> traditional, devout, yeah, Catholic okay. man. <laughs> Fair to say? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Do you have like a type? Like, do you have a yeah, what's type? Your type? Or are you kind of like. Black whatever, guys, like, white guys, <laughs> it's okay, Latinos, like, what's your type? you're in Miami, like, you're doing some salsa like, dancing. Type, <laughs> like, yeah. um, what are you into? Great, great question. Um, I like light eyes. Okay. So mm. I like, That's night, I like light me. eyes, nice okay. smiles. Okay. Good teeth. Yeah, good teeth. Okay. Do you like somebody, like, you know, like, what's your I'll type? Either, I'll either date guys that are like funny or they're like really good like lit they're kind of like the quiet like good listeners i would okay. say those I are like, the two Does i got you sense? Like, i got you like i know the, your yeah. type okay fair enough um <laughs> yeah but i kind of like it's like a plus if they come from like a similar background to me like bigger family catholic like that's kind of a I mean, you had you have 10 kids in your family yeah that's okay, no joke. I, I don't expect yeah. it to be that big but it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of nice when someone has like the same background as you it is you know it is because i'm catholic so yeah i mean i'm like oh, i'm catholic too you know yeah. and so it's, um, it's a nice you know, uh, familiarity if like, you grow up in that especially yeah. so yeah. okay nice so that's a, we're talking about a man you know, I always say one of the things is that men needs friends. Yeah. Okay. I've said, I famously said, every man needs friends. Mm -hmm. um, every man needs good friends. But what's better than that is having rich, good friends. Yeah. Okay. But the best thing about that is having rich, good friends who are actually good people, or what we call menches. So I want to know, obviously, you've um, taken a stance on women. Get it. What's your free female friend situation like? Mm -hmm. Are you still friends with all the girls you grew up with? Are you making new female friends? Is it a lot harder for you to get along with a lot of women because of some of your hot takes on women? What's your friend status specifically with women? Um, well, so I have friends on my volleyball team. Like, I have a couple. Oh. Um, I, I've just never, to be honest, it's not really new for me not to have, like, a ton of female friends. I've always just had, like, one or two, and Same. I'm okay. Like, Same. I just don't need a ton of female friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've just always been the type that's been really into my hobbies. Even when it wasn't YouTube, like, I, I was really into volleyball. I spent a lot of time doing that. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I have, who, who do you confide in? Who are you close, like, who are you closest with other than family? Obviously, you're real close with your, mm -hmm. your parents. You got, uh, you're one of ten. Mm -hmm. um, outside of family, who are you like, oh, those are my people? Mm -hmm. Well, I have um, one friend I've been friends with since, like, pre-K. So oh. I talk, yeah, so I talk to her a lot. Um, and then there's girls on my volleyball team. You know, I have friends at work, so. Got it. Yeah. So there's no shortage of friends, but the close, close ones, it's very few. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just always been how I've, I've been. Like, I've always just had, like, a couple, and that's just been okay for me. Got it. What do random strangers come up and say to you? Like, for instance, people come up to me like, hey, bro, size. Love it. I love your interview. Hey, what's that? And oh. some people be like, bro, I fucking hate you, but yeah. I gotta take a picture, man. <laughs> yeah. All good, dude. Thanks. What's the most common occurrence when people come up to you on the street? I assume you get recognized a bunch. Yeah. Right? Um, well, after the Tate interview, that was like, that's one thing I get a lot. Like, what was Tate like? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Same sure. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, another one I get is, do you really believe what you say? And I'm like, yes, yeah. I do. I think I mean it even more in real life. <laughs> wow. I love that question. Got it. Um, do you believe what you say? Um, and I get a lot of like, I, I get a lot of thank yous from guys that have been going through the family court system. Huh, so sure. that that's one thing they 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 basically like thank me for bringing attention to those issues because it's just not something that I would say is mainstream. Interesting. So uh, do you would you say you get more people come up to you that Pearl I love you or Pearl I hate you? If, like if you had to give oh definitely or, or give a ratio. Uh, definitely fans. Uh, you know I can really only count. I've may only maybe had five times someone's have come up to me and like screamed at me. Yeah. In like two years, that's not so bad, that's right? A year and a half, yeah. I don't know. But it's actually pretty good. Because yeah. if you look at the comments out there, you're thinking that everyone yeah. hates you, right? Yeah, no, not in real life. Um, I'm sure some people come up and like they actually aren't. Like sometimes you get the feeling where they're not actually fans, they're just like saying they are, you know? They just say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Last couple hot takes with our friend Pearl, and then she's gonna flip the script on me. Um, Body positivity movement. We've seen a lot of that these yes. days, right? Um, you see the Victoria's Secret, and they just came out with a new documentary, The Biggest Beautiful Thing. Um, <coughs> you've, you know, called women whales, right? You've made shirts about this. No, um, I didn't actually put those shirts out. I oh. wanted to, but no. Well, you, 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 I've seen the shirts. I don't know if you sold them. Or no, what? I okay. didn't. Gotcha. So uh, fat shaming, we get it. You know, but, you know, for men, I don't know if you know this, the military is actually 70% overweight, right? Overweight. Yeah. So this whole concept of uh, acceptance and tolerance and just let people live, that's a slippery slope right there. I believe in accountability. I believe in truth. So we both agree that this obesity thing is a big, de a big deal and needs to be dealt with. It is uh, sort of becoming more common in society. Now, I know you don't think that women make great leaders, but we're going to play a game. Uh, president Pearl Davis, <gasps> president of the United States of America. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, wave to the camera real quick, Pearl. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Give him a wave. Hey, guys, <laughs> vote for Pearl. How would you tackle this obesity epidemic in America? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the obesity epidemic. I'd probably, I don't really know. I would probably start maybe with the foods, like putting... Because don't they, like, poison the birth control water? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I, I've, I've heard there's, like, birth control in the water, and that's kind of messing everything up. So I would ban birth control. That's number one. Okay. Um, Go out. Number two... <laughs> I was thinking, what if men could only get, like, the women could only get a ring if they were, like, 150 pounds or less? Oh, so in order to get the ring, you got to be less yeah, than 150. Yeah. What about after you got the ring, you get yeah, pregnant yeah, and never fraud. lose the, that's the weight? That's fraud. That's fraud. So what would you do on that? Um, Is that grounds I, for divorce? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay, fraud. so that's another exception. That's fraud. Yeah, I think that's fraud. The same way, like, a guy can't just stop working, you know? Got it. What else? Anything else you would add to the... Um, I would ban... What about... 
I would ban Lizzo from all billboards <laughs> and like media. Nat, I told you once that you looked like Lizzo and that, that you're beautiful like Lizzo. And yeah, what did I you know. say to that? I went on my rant about it. Don't what did you say to that? Don't insult me. You're beautiful like Lizzo. Thank you, but don't insult me. You look me. like Lizzo. I, I'm good. Thank you. Why I not? Natalia. Just because. Okay. We, we already did this. Got it. No, I understand. But <laughs> yeah. I do think that there's something going on in society yes. where you can't comment on something that is obviously obvious <laughs> off. Yeah. Right? So I got in an argument with a lady friend of mine the other day where we were in Miami and this lady had a full on beard. Okay? It was clearly a trans situation going on, five o'clock shadow, and then some. And I said, yikes, that's not a good look. Something like that. She goes, you can't say that. I said, why not? Sorry. Because that's mean. I said, well, yeah, I know, but that lady's got a fucking beard. What do you want me to do? She's like, just keep it to yourself. You can't say anything nice. Don't say it at all. I go, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but the lady's got a beard, honey. Okay. And then we got in this whole argument of what you can and what you cannot say. And we came to the determination that I could say what I want to say, but I'm an asshole. <laughs> I go, then maybe I'm an asshole, but that lady has a beard. Okay. And I, I'm going to double down on that. So where does that go to? That goes to all the, I can identify as anything I want. It's like, okay, how, how, where does that slippery slope go? Hey, no matter how big you are, nobody can call you out on being clinically obese. Hey, can't say that, mm -hmm. right? So there's this, there's this something going on right now where it's like, if you don't like what someone has to say, cancel, can't mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think the reality is, is people can say whatever they want to say, but the downside of that is maybe they called an asshole. Mm -hmm. So I think you should be able to call women whales all you want. Thank you. Maybe you're just being an asshole. Thank you. <laughs> I actually think I'm being very kind and nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, really. Yeah, because yeah. they might not know. What if they oh, don't they know? know, Pearl. No, I don't think Just they like know. that lady knew she had a beard. No, people no, have I think, mirrors. I think I mean they, if, why, if they different. knew, if they knew, they wouldn't be putting their blubber everywhere. That's what I say. If they really knew, they wouldn't be in these bikinis. They wouldn't be showing their blubber on social media. They think they look good. I think they Out know. Out of the kindness of my heart, I'm letting them know that they do not. But I think they know. But I think today it's being praised. Because I'll tell you this: any woman who's got extra weight on her, you you. You know you got weight on you. Like it's very clear to feel it. You 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 do things differently. Your clothes fit differently. Like your confidence is different. So these women know it. It's just a matter of it's being praised today. I think. Yeah. I actually. Oh, I thought of a law. See, I wish. I wish I, I knew that question because yeah. I would have thought about it all day. I would ban plus size clothes. Huh. <laughs> so we'll just have a bunch of fat, fat people running around naked? Yeah, yeah, no, that be, seems no, a little counterintuitive. They'd be in the house on the tread. They can keep the clothes they have. But yeah, like I, I can't like get rid of them. But from now on, we're not catering to you guys anymore. No plus size seats on planes. You just can't fly. Mm -hmm. Get on the treadmill. Start running. Um, no plus <laughs> size clothes. Two seats. No, no, no. no. I know you no let's not do that. I know no, you famously no, no. said. You just can't fly. I know you can't even over a certain weight. I know you famously have said that women shouldn't vote. What should fat women be able to do? 
I mean, what do they? What certainly do they, can't they, vote. I right? mean, they, they certainly don't do much now. It's clear by their wow. body. <laughs> like how many how many obese bigger <laughs> women come up to you and be like, "You motherfucker!" Like how many how many come right up to you and get all up in your face? <laughs> I don't, I've never even had any. To wow. be honest, I okay. can't. Yeah. The internet. Okay. Couple last questions. We, I don't. I don't think so. All right. So Couple last questions. Looks. Look, you know, I, 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 I make no mistake about it. I love pretty women. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The prettier, the better. But also, pretty on the outside and pretty on the inside. All good. You know, one of the most shocking things you've said is that you've tweeted this as one of your most viral tweets. You said an older woman, the older woman she is, the less attractive she is. Right. You've also said a 16-year-old chick is hotter than a. 26 year old chick right you also said you don't you'll, you'll stand by that statement so do you still stand by that yeah in general to be honest i mean they get fatter you know i just all i did was look up the age of consent at 16 so don't blame me blame the laws interesting yeah i found that out with russell brand that yeah. i thought it was 18 but that's uh, 34 states in america it's 16 yeah. plus Couple or 17, I'll tell you, couple I'll tell you what inspired that tweet. I saw yeah. a picture of myself at 16. I was like, damn, I was like a little hottie back in the day. So you think you were hotter at 16 than you oh, are yeah. now? Oh, yeah. No, I was. I what? Was, yeah, me oh, yeah. <laughs> you kind of really? <laughs> Actually, I almost, I didn't want to keep playing into this because that's just such a touchy topic. Like, yeah. But I, I almost tweeted a side-by-side -side and said, where do I look better? Wow. <laughs> okay. But, so, yeah, no. Um, it's, um, last couple things that I don't, I, I want to get your consent to this. We're going to go to kind of like some, some cri criticisms of you. Okay. And then we'll move to me. So, um, this isn't that bad. Yeah, I it's promise not bad. You. Okay. Right. But you know, you have haters. I have haters. We all have haters. Yes. So uh, this is what I would call Pearl response to her haters. Okay. So, okay. um, our mutual friend, destiny. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, he said that, quote unquote, Pearl's been falling off and she doesn't offer much in terms of individuality that people would want to stick around for. OK, mm -hmm. this guy, Jay Aubrey, did he put a hit piece out on you? Did you see this? No, I didn't even see okay. it. He calls you the unpickable pick me. OK, okay. I don't even know what, what does that even mean? Um, un OK, uh, she, he says she doesn't say anything inspiring or insightful. She only appeals to hatred and anger. On Pierce Morgan, you had an interesting banter with a woman who said she's a moment in time, right? Yeah. Uh, she's a train wreck and they can't look away, but Pearl will disappear like many others before her. Oh. So these, these are their opinions, yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. Why do these people love to hate on you? I don't know. You have to ask them. Okay. They've probably got nothing better to do, so, yeah. Destiny, it's, it's interesting because he, he said that, but... I was just on Pierce Morgan before I left, so let me know when you get on national TV, my friend. Gotcha. You know. So you're basically <laughs> saying the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Nice try, buddy. I. Um. <clears throat> but you know, I will say that. I mean, everybody has ups and downs in their career. So do do I think you know at some point I'm going to get married and have a family? So. Okay. Yeah. The, you know. So. Um, the last thing here, you know, the, we all have critics. Believe me, I have critics, especially on the PBD podcast. I've yeah. given some hot takes. <laughs> so you're not immune from criticism. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. And believe me, Pearl, the bigger you get, the more criticism you'll get. Yeah. A lot of women will basically say that what you've done is sort of contradictory, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're not married, but you advocate marriage, right? Mm -hmm. You're not a virgin, but you say you should be a virgin. <laughs> yeah. You say that women necessarily shouldn't work and go to college, but you've gone to college 
and you're the CEO and you're running a very profitable, well-known company. So what would you say to the women out there who are basically saying, well, she's kind of a hypocrite, she's doing the opposite. What's your message for the women out there who are basically saying, you're saying one thing but doing another? What would you tell the women out there? Is what I'm saying true or false? Is what I'm saying true? I say, don't shoot the messenger. Let me know if it's true. You know, I, I actually think everybody's a hypocrite to some degree. Um, I think there's some choices I would definitely change if I could go back. But, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Pierce Morgan, last question, and we'll okay. go there. So, you know, when you were on there, he kind of ambushed you, right? Yeah. He, <laughs> I, I, you know, the video, like, you were shocked when he brought that up right there, okay? Yeah. Um, you, we started off the conversation, it was kind of an ambush, but you do talk a lot about Western society and Western women and mm -hmm. modern women versus the East, you know, Andrew Tate, what he kind of sees out there. Um, he kind of brought up the Nick Fuentes thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I've had Nick Fuentes here. I was told by multiple people, don't interview this mm -hmm. guy. I'm Jewish. Yeah. He's allegedly, every, you know, racist, white supremacist, anti-Semite. Um, you know, I thought we, we were very fair with Nick, no yeah. doubt, Okay. Uh, but he said some pretty shocking things. But um, Pierce sort of blindsided with that. I'm not getting into the whole song and all that or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But obviously the biggest topic in the world right now mm -hmm. is what's going on in Israel and Palestine and in Gaza and Hamas. Not that you're this expert on this, this type of situation. Mm -hmm. But uh, in light of these newest uh, events, how should the Western world, we're part of the Western world, USA, UK, respond to something like this? Mm. Uh, at this time? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. No, I don't have an opinion on that. Like, okay. I, I'm just not, I don't know much about like foreign politics. It's just not my, like, it's just not my wheelhouse. Gotcha. So you would, you would probably have to talk to someone you're, that knows you're, something. Well, let me ask <laughs> yeah. you this. I, I, this is what I keep seeing. I keep seeing both sides like tweet really horrific pictures and then both sides say the other side's faking. That's what I see. Okay. And this, and then both sides, like, I just don't know. It's so complicated and messy. I just really don't have a opinion on it. Fair enough. Would you, you, you do know that Hamas, as an example, is, a, according to the United States and many countries in the world, a terrorist organization. Definitely. I do now, yeah. You didn't know that? No, I'm telling you, that's not my wheelhouse. Got it. Okay. Well, in my opinion... Um, it's, uh, the equivalency is, is madness. It's like if USA starts killing ISIS terrorists, mm -hmm. okay, um, do we say, well, look, it's both sides. It's like, no, the United States is killing terrorists, mm -hmm. right? So Israel, defending itself, is killing terrorists. Now, they're, what they're trying to do is encourage civilians to get the hell out of the way, mm -hmm. right? But Hamas is basically using human shields uh, to stay in the way to protect them. So, again, I know you're not interested in foreign affairs and yeah. foreign policy, but um, there's something going on over there mm -hmm. that, that is pretty wild. Um, but I, I respect the fact that you don't have a hot take on this. Okay, so we've got about 10 minutes left, 15 minutes left. Yeah. So you, I know you wanted to flip the table on me. Yes. Ask me some questions. Yes. Uh, there, nothing's off the table. Nothing's off the table. Nothing's off the table. <laughs> Just like I asked you every question. Not, you didn't tell me anything was off the table. <laughs> you can ask me anything. Yeah. Okay. Fair game. <clears throat> All right. Have you... Ooh. Ooh. Okay. What is, what is the biggest thing you've learned from doing these shows? 
the biggest thing I've learned from doing these shows. Yeah. Like, would, like um, doing, interviewing so many people has given me a different point of view on the world. Yep. Has that been the same for you or is your worldview pretty much the same? Absolutely agree with you. Mm -hmm. the, that everybody, everybody deserves respect. I know we talked about that a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, one of, probably the most <clears throat> poignant example of that was I interviewed a guy called Daryl Davis. Do you know who that is? He's the black musician that a lot of times plays in the South. And he um, befriends the KKK members. And over time convinces them to, not even convinces them, sparks something within them to leave the KKK to the point where they will take off their cloak and hoodie and give it to him and say, I was totally wrong about you. Think about that. A black man sitting down in the South, still to today, convincing or sparking something within KKK members to say, you know what, I was totally wrong and I'm denouncing this. And as a symbol of trust and friendship, here's my hoodie. And what does Daryl Davis do is he, see if you can find an image of him. Uh, he keeps, I think it's hundreds at this point, of KKK outfits in his closet to signify this is what I've done. What's my point? I interview, whether it's this show, whether it's on PBD Podcast, a wide array of people, just as you've done as well. And what I've realized is that these people have come to their determination and their opinions, and they have different ideological views based on something, whether that's right or wrong. There he is right there, okay? Daryl Davis, sitting there with the, the KKK guys. And the best thing you can do, and this is why I'll give you so much credit, is ask questions. Mm -hmm. Anytime that you say, this is how you should think, this is how you should mm -hmm. operate, this is how you need to do, uh, live your life, people aren't going to resonate that, and they're not going to listen to you. But if you say... Okay, like for instance, I had a conversation with a full-on socialist, right? Mm -hmm. Young girl. She had no clue what she was talking about. I say, um, you know, uh, if you and Bill work at the same job, but he works half as hard as you, uh, do you guys deserve the same pay? She's like, no, that, that, doesn't, that mm -hmm. doesn't seem fair. Mm -hmm. I go, no, well, you guys are, you know, you deserve the same pay. And she, she had to wrestle with these, these minor questions in her head and she had to come up to the conclusion, like, you know what? Maybe the harder you work and the better you do in a meritocracy, you should get paid more. And that's how you should get a raise. It goes, yeah, exactly. It's kind of capitalism right there. So she had to come up with this on her own. I couldn't be like, capitalism's the best, socialism's the worst, and that's my opinion. I had to pose questions for her to answer this. That's exactly what Daryl Davis did with these people. He's asked questions. Well, why do you think I'm dumber than you? Right? Well, why do you think this? Mm -hmm. What would you do if I did this? And people have to come to their own conclusion. So the biggest thing that I've come away with to answer your question is I respect everybody, mm -hmm. whether I agree with them or disagree with them. But at the end of the day, I try to find the truth in the situation. Like you said, mm -hmm. I don't shame women. I just look for the truth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, respect. Has it influenced your dating life at all? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, um, I'm way more upfront with women at this point. Mm -hmm. So as you know, guys out there, a lot of times guys will slow play it, especially with hot chicks. Mm -hmm. Sure, babe, whatever you want. No problem. All right, cool. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this. And you slow play it and you slow play it, slow play it. There's actually a book. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this. And you slow play it and you slow play it, slow play it. 
There's actually a book that PBD gave me called 101 Questions to Ask, to ask Before, before you, you Get Engaged, okay? So I will hit women with questions right now. How many kids do you want? When do you see yourself getting married? If I pay all the bills, what are you going to do? Okay? Um, all these types of questions is a vetting process. So it was a girl that I was seeing, this is a couple months ago, 30 years old. I go, oh, when do you, you know, what age would you want to get married? She goes, I don't see myself getting married. I go, oh, do you want to have kids? Nah, no kids. I said, you are officially now in the fun bucket. That doesn't mean I just broke up with her. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll you know, do my thing for a little bit. But if, if a girl is like, I'm 1 million percent convinced that I want to have kids. Whether I want to get uh, married to the government, all that kind of stuff like that. Again, I've, I've been, I did that in my early 30s. and it's 10 years later now. I'm convinced that I want to have kids. So I'm solving for that. So my biggest thing right now is who's going to be an amazing mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was a girl that I was dating before that who was 34. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, listen, you know, mm-hmm. another girl I was dating before was 24. I could take my time with a girl like that. Right. At 34, mm-hmm. it's like, we're either doing this now or never. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't know. I don't you know. I, don't, I was like, all right, great knowing you. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just being very intentional, knowing what you want, knowing who you want to be and solving for that. Mm-hmm. Would you guys ever date? We're dating right now. Wait, really? What? Wait, no, I'm no, totally no, kidding. Like, <laughs> Nat like, is like my little sister. No, really? I love the yeah. girl with death. I feel like everyone everyone thinks you guys are dating. Yeah, I know. Yeah, everyone <laughs> always says that, but no, yeah. Adam Adam plays his role in my life, but not. To be not honest with you, to be okay. to be fully honest with you, Nat, how many different girls have you seen me out with? Many. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, yeah. get yourself a wing woman. <laughs> I'm that, a great wing woman. That, I'm not going to lie. That, that is just down to be a team player. Yeah. Nat is actually, I've met the men in Nat's life as well. Yeah. We won't, we'll leave it there. But uh, I actually, when I go out, I actually go out with two, three, four girls. Yeah. Maybe a buddy or two. Mm-hmm. It's great to have women when you go out. I know you're not a yeah. big partier going out, you know. <laughs> I was born in a club in South Beach. Like, it's in my blood, Pearl. Okay? You know how tradition and families, like, I'm trying to get that out of my blood and get into the family life, be more like you. Yeah. Um, but no, Nat's a great wing woman. Yeah. No, what, do you, what do you think of the girls you've met? <coughs> like, um, I mean, I don't really put too much thought into it. I think he's just doing his thing, you know, going through his process. No, I mean, is there one that you've met that you could see him, like, marrying? Um... I mean, that's not really my place. I, so I, no. mean, Stay in your lane, I, I mean, Stay I, in your I, lane, Nat. I let him he do his anything. thing. It's his, it's his process, his journey. He's also yeah. the same, like, like question yeah. you asked, you know, these conversations, it changes the way you date. Yeah. And, you know, when you bring people around, it makes you question certain things. And that was even kind of how we were, like, asking, you know, like, mm. how are you dating now with mm. all these things? Like, immediately, I know when I first started in this space, I got to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, he's a simp. Like, he said this. And I'm like, wait, Natalia. Like, you have to come to reality. You know, people are people. You know, mm-hmm. get to know them. Um, so sometimes I think it's important to just let people also go through their process. You know, he, date who he dates. And I think him going through that as well, when he finds a woman, mm-hmm. I think I will see a no, different side I, I of was, him. Too. I was just curious if there was one that you, like, liked a lot or something. No, I don't really have, I don't really make that. I just let him kind of just, oh, hey, nice to see you. Most of the girls she's seen me with, it's been like, I've seen them once or twice or whatever. Nothing like super. Not that I'm like being like Playboy International. You just mentioned kids, so I was like, I was just No, I don't really like talk to the girls like that. That's not my place. It's not for me to do that. She gives them a hug, tells them they look pretty. If you need anything, let me know. Like, I'm just go host, that's it. Yeah. So. And what about what about you said you met some of the guys not in Nat's life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about what do you th- what do you think of them? 
Um, <laughs> I think Nat deserves uh, a great man. You guys and seem like you'd be perfect together. Yeah, Nat. <laughs> What's up? Uh, this is like, no. You said, you said Nat, we didn't have our place. Nat, 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 work. Nat this has is dated like... a friend of mine, so she's officially off limits, mm -hmm. 100%. I don't, you know, yes. cross that line whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Zero. Yeah. Zero. 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 But I will say that to men that come into Nat's life, I will say she's a good girl, treat her right, step the fuck up, or kick rocks. Because I think she deserves a good dude. Thanks, Sauce. So, there you go. Aww. I got her back. Aww. Now you got to have the conversation with the girls I with. Adam's a man. You well, better fucking... Well, when, when you make yeah. certain girls certain priorities, then that becomes more of like, hey, let me yeah. kind of pour into her as well, kind of mend that as well. Thank but it's not well, going to be something I said. Pearl, okay, let me ask you. you. Okay, let me ask you one thing. You've been asking me all show. You've been asking me all show. I want to get your advice on me. Yeah. Okay. 42, single, successful, millionaire. What should I be looking for in the dating scene out A 22-year-old homeschooled virgin. <laughs> really? There you go. Some what about 22, not a virgin? Well, willing to be trained. I mean, in this market, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, Take what you can get. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, <coughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, 22 willing to be trained. That's a good start. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Great. I agree with that. Okay, you got a couple more questions. Okay, Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Nothing's Have off you the ever table. hated someone that's been on the show? ever hated somebody that's been on the show? No. Have you ever? No. Zero. Adam's not like that. He's not. Zero. Like, people can say stuff what about, about you? Adam. Yeah, I've had my opinion on some people, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But Adam's the type to not have, like, a, a, like, you can hate Adam and he's cool with you. He's not like a, oh, I'm trying to get you. Like, he's just a people guy. Yeah. Me, I can sometimes, like, my emotions get in the way. I may not like the way you treat me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh, you get a reaction out of me because of that. Um, but at the end of the day, Adam's not that. I'll, I'll give him that. Adam is one guy that's like, I don't have a problem with anybody. Even the guys like, that allegedly have a problem with me. Yeah, Adam does not pay nothing. Zero beef with them. Nothing. And you know some of these guys. Yeah. Zero yes. beef whatsoever. I'm not even going to be like, well, you know this one guy. Yeah. Zero. Now, if they have a problem with me, hey, bro, it's all good. When I tell you genuinely, and there's yeah. been some dust-ups over here, mm -hmm. zero issues with these guys. Yeah. I get it. What I will say is this. It is, you know, a lot of criticism I get is like, if a girl on the panel pushes back at the men. Mm -hmm. It's like, Adam, you got to defend the men. It's like, well, do you defend all the women? Yeah. You don't defend, all right. it's like, yeah. it's not my job to defend a grown ass man yeah. from something they've said. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, if I disagree with someone, I'll, yeah, I'll say, yeah, I don't know about that, bro. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you, I don't know if you, there's someone you have in mind, I don't mm -hmm. care, but zero beef. There's mm -hmm. no one I'm like, oh, that one motherfucker, zero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how I operate. Now, if someone completely does me dirty, that might change. But if it's little, you know, these social media dust up mm -hmm. YouTube, mm -hmm. you know, type of situation, uh, zero beef whatsoever. And I've had my little, you know, points of friction, zero drama. How about yeah. you? Is there anyone that you hate or have major drama with? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Top name three. names, Top Pearl. three. That, I, that I've hated from my show. Yeah. Anyone that's watched my show for a while, Esther. Oh, this chick okay. showed up in my apartment in the middle of the night. It was crazy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone that's like actually followed it. It's what about like this... content creators? Oh, um, not really. Um, I'm sure there's been people that have rubbed me the wrong way, but no one that like I can really think of that. Anyone I strongly... that you respected and you've lost respect for, let's say. Mm. 
Not, not that I can think of. Okay, so we're on the same page. Other yeah. than Esther, we're getting along with people. <laughs> no, and there's this other. Ch oh, there's a couple. There's a couple girls that I banned. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, they, any men? And um. No, not that it was super bad, but like most of the storm outs or like the extreme disrespect yeah. has been from chicks. I've kicked sure. a couple guys out. Mm -hmm. um, like they kind of get annoying if they just don't answer. Like they come in, they won't answer any questions. It's just like, all right, get, get. Yeah. yeah, no. It's I, like, I, what are you here for? I've only yeah. kicked one person out. This trans woman named Vincenza. <laughs> I had to kick her out. But other than that, if someone sits here and they're quiet. I'm more the type of person to just keep leaning on him and clowning him. I'm like, oh, yeah. bro, you're killing it today, buddy. All yeah. right, great job. Yeah. Like, to a girl, oh, oh, great insight like that. Yeah. I'm not the one to be like, get the fuck out. You know, so that's mm -hmm. some of the criticism that I take is that I'm too nice yeah. to certain people. But genuinely by nice. nature, I'm not that dude that's like, fuck you, bitch. I don't like, I'm just like, no, you're I, an idiot. Good luck in life. Man, have a great day. Like, I, I'm not there to like dunk on women but at the same time i will call them out for their delusion yeah. tendencies well i get the same thing where that like they don't feel like i control the panel well enough but it's mm -hmm. really hard it's, it's hard like, yeah and especially like i think as a chick it's not as much in our like nature to do yeah. that mm -hmm. so it's like i'm so tired of panels actually <laughs> really <laughs> yeah yeah I, I oh, wanna... i'm just getting started pro yeah. what do you mean why are you tired of it oh um it, it's more I don't know. I really want to do more documentary stuff and have wow. more time for that than panels. So what kind of documentaries? Um, I want to finish my divorce documentary. I feel like uh, I've had so much stuff. It's kind of been put on like the back end. Mm -hmm. um, I want to do a documentary into the school system too, like just mm -hmm. kind of like deep dives into some of these institutions that I, I would argue discriminate against men. Um, that's what I want to do. Oh. Nice. All right, we got five more minutes. What other questions you got? Would mm, <clears throat> all right. So, where do you like want this show to go? Like, what's your like end goal? Great question. So mm -hmm. you know, I say that. Um, this, look, this is valuetainment. So we have certain standards here. You know, we're not some fledgling little random YouTube company with no mm -hmm. framework or vision or purpose. We're here to valuetain. We need to provide value. Mm -hmm. And we also want to entertain people. So when I started the basic premise of my show, before SauceCast, it was called Sauce Talks Money. It was all money mm -hmm. for five years. And then PVD sat me down one day. He's like, again, you have to evolve. You have to reinvent yourself. He's mm -hmm. like, you know, you're good with money, but you're not the greatest. Mm -hmm. Okay? What else can you infuse? All right? And Pat basically was like, you're an awesome networker. You own bars in South Beach. You've been around celebrities. You've been at the Kardashians and NBA players and rappers. Like, you know all these people. You know nightlife. You know women. You have friends with women. Like, why don't you infuse that with your show? You know what I said? Mm -hmm. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> and a year later, finally I decided to do it. And obviously it kind of hit right as the red pill main kind of went mainstream and all that. So what I've realized is, you know, I remember the first time Rolo came on, right? Mm -hmm. Your buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I respect Rolo only because uh, he was very open with me. Mm -hmm. And like meaning like, uh, he was like, hey man, nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. Let me introduce you to some friends, right? Mm -hmm. He introduced me to... Fresh and Fit, and Michael Sartain, and Justin Waller. And for that, I'm grateful. Like, the introductions, like, in order to introduce someone to your, to your mm -hmm. um, network, there, there's a certain level of trust right there. And that's not saying that me and Rolo haven't had issues in the past, but I will always 
uh, gravitate towards, I respect that man. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he came on. I remember the first time I asked him, I go, what's red pill? This is in early 2022. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, right? You're talking to somebody that's been in the dating scene, South Beach lifestyle, like, yeah. you know, men, women for 20 years. So once I kind of like, oh, cool, cool. Intersexual dynamics, men, women, different, cool. You know, I've realized, all right, when I show up to the club with four of my buddies, we don't get in. When I show up with four of these girls, I get a free table. Got it. All right, bingo, bingo. Got it. So I started asking these questions, and it just seemed very natural to me. So I wouldn't say that I am part of the red pill. Yeah. I would say how Michael Sartani's red pill adjacent. I would say I respect mm -hmm. what they got going on. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to gravitate towards um, money, mm -hmm. business, networking, what mm -hmm. valuetainment is. So I would probably do a little bit more money content, mm -hmm. like having conversations with women about money. Like, mm -hmm. all right, so you do OnlyFans. The natural thing is that you know no dude's ever going to marry you. You high body yeah. count, bitch. Yeah. I might be like, so what do you do with the money? Mm -hmm. Oh, you only have five grand saved up, but you said you've made 200 grand. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> right? Because it's, yeah. it's a lot easier to nitpick tangible stuff yeah. rather than like, you dirty asshole, nobody's going to marry you. So <sighs> like, I get that content. I've done it. I've seen it. Awesome. But I, I, I do want to do kind of more like how you want to do more documentaries and mm -hmm. movies. Mm -hmm. Kind of want to understand that a little bit more. But I do like this. The, you, you must admit, there's something... There's something cool about the men, women, dating, nature, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's appealing. Um, but I would say for me, I would, I'm going to gravitate a little bit more towards that mm -hmm. moving forward. Mm -hmm. Like how many times can you talk about body count? <laughs> At least 100 different times. Yeah, 100 different times. But after that. Cool. Um, and do you think you'll... Okay, because recently Jedediah is not with you guys anymore, no. right? So, like, what are you guys gonna have like more people here, or is it just gonna be the you guys have two shows now? Like, what's your plan? No, we actually have I think five shows these mm -hmm. days, five or six different talents, and mm -hmm. we're growing. I think we just we just had an open house here at Valuetainment. We hired yeah. how many people? How many people showed up to the open call? Oh yeah, over like fifty people show up, and yeah. it was like live interview. We hired a whole bunch of people. No, bro, we yeah. you know we're you've been growing. in both buildings. We're growing. You've seen this building, pretty nice facility here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You've been at the other one, the no, first show you did. No, it's super nice. Super yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, PBD. Respect to him. Um, he's in the process of literally looking for a campus right now. Wow. So the goal of Valuetainment is to have so a cool. thousand mm -hmm. employees, right? Yeah. So I can look at it and be like, I was employee number four, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's pretty interesting. I think now we're at maybe 90, Yeah, almost you know? 90. So wow. we're growing. We have a vision. Mm -hmm. um, we, we're, we're here to empower future leators mm -hmm. and uh, Valuetain, the, the audience out there. So we have a deep vision. Yep. Um, maybe one day Pearl's. Doing a documentary with Valuetainment. You never know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you never the know. The future looks bright. <laughs> so they're saying that we got to wrap up now. Yeah. You want to ask one or two more questions? And I have one more last question for you. Mm. No, I'm okay. You Go have on. a better understanding of me? Yeah, yeah. How I about this? I, wanna, think I, wanna, I, do, I do feel like you guys would be a cute couple. Okay, you're really pushing this agenda right <laughs> I now. I know. Yeah. You're really doubling down on that. Yeah. But, but thank you. Um, there's some certain men out there that are maybe in Nat's life that are probably be a little offended right now. Sorry, um, sorry, fellas. <laughs> what What would you say is the biggest misconception about me? You're like, I don't think people know you that much. I don't think that. Um, what, what's like the one thing you're like, Pearl, any questions on the table? You can ask me anything. Offend me. I don't care. What do you What do you really want to know? 
Um, the biggest misconception about you? I don't know. Whatever question you want to ask. I'm actually having fun with this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I, can, I, can you say that question in a different way? Uh, anything <laughs> else you really want to ask me, but maybe you're holding back on asking. I literally can't think of anything. All right. <laughs> sorry. I, I put it out there. Let the record show. Um, before we... Um, uh, let's do super chats, and then we'll, we'll do the happy ending, and we'll wrap up, and Pearl can get her Chipotle in before she leaves. Perfect. I already ate it. Oh, you already ate yeah. it. Respect. <laughs> okay. Thanks for super chats. We have... Sorry if I messed up your name. Adianka Taylor. Pearl, what are you looking for in a man? I think you covered that. We already also. addressed that. Uh, Junior, he said, Pearl, would you go on Fresh and Fit? Seen you on there a few years ago, and would love to see you reconnect with them. Uh, then we have... Would you go? Yeah. No, I totally would. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, then we have Don Juan Plague Zero. I know I turned down some of your small chats, but they were mean chats, and they were only a dollar, buddy. But I see your $10 one, and he said, shame on that for not reading. Uh, shame on Trello for lying. Shame on Conovin Sharp for misleading. Shame on MLD for flaudulent workout programs. Shame, shame, shame. This fatty bang hotties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a $10 one. Got it. Okay, then we have it. a crypto Yeah, for the record, we're never, ever, ever, ever yeah. going to read $1 chats, right, especially if they're um, hating comments. Hating comments. That's you want to hate all you want, a $10 comment, that's fine. Yeah. That's at least worthy of your time. <laughs> do you have a minimum of chat you'll read? Uh, we usually do like 10 or 20 bucks. Okay, okay. yeah. Gotcha. There you go. We're hitting the 10 So you're not going to just succumb to a dollar, fuck you, Pearl comment? <laughs> like, no. You don't need a dollar that bad? I just won't read it. Okay, I'm there like, you go. I'm yeah. like, I don't got need it. this attitude, yeah. bitch. Right. <laughs> Pass. Uh, then we have Crypto Creeper. There is a reason a lot of men and some women agree with Pearl. She resonates with what people are thinking. Thanks for booking her, Nat. Keep up the great work. Then we have... Uh, yeah, thanks for booking her, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this was sauce, but I love you. That was a great comment. <laughs> Pearl and no, I have been in contact. It was Typical women taking <laughs> all yeah, the thunder yeah, from yeah. the men. Taking all the clap. Can't trust them. Sorry. Sisterhood Ubralis. Oh, wow. Now you want to play the sisterhood. I know. I'm a part of it. It's called a reversion. It's called a reversion to the mean. She can rail on women all she wants, but she is one. Exactly. I'm still a woman. Exactly. They're like... When you're not a 10, uh, the dating market is kind of, a, kind of a mess. What needs to happen is so that both men and women win. Saying B1% sounds a bit unrealistic for most. Are 90% of men just shit out of luck? Oh, and hi, Nat. Hi, you're not a 10. Hi. <laughs> so what's the question? question um, are 90% of men... Um, I, I would say the solution is lowering the risks of men for marriage. That's what I would say. Okay. Uh, I could go all day on this. I, I would say this. You know, whether it's money or whether it's your status, I view men as a stoplight, okay? We all know the lowest form of stoplight is red, stop, okay? Mm -hmm. Then the money world, that is debt. That is you're drowning in debt, you make no money, you're barely living paycheck to paycheck, you're on welfare, red, red light. In the dating world, that is meaning you got no game, you got no skills, you got no riz, you got, you're fat, you're obese, you're playing video games, you're a red motherfucking light. The beautiful thing as a man is that you can get to a yellow light. How can you do that? Getting your money right, saving your money, okay? Getting out of debt, being smart with your money, being fiscally responsible, not basically keeping up with the Joneses. Cool, yellow light. What does that mean in the dating world? All right, cool. All right, maybe develop some confidence. Maybe stop sitting at home every day. Maybe you get out there and you talk to girls. Maybe you deal with rejection, but develop your confidence, right? Confidence comes from having confidence. All right, if you go to uh, uh, get rejected by nine girls, 
And uh, the tenth one says, yes, great, you're getting somewhere. But the beautiful thing of a man, no matter how short you are, no matter how bald you are, no matter how poor you are, no matter what you are, if you play your game right, it might take you 5, 10, 20 years, you can become a green light. What's a green light? You're wealthy, you're successful, you're good looking, you're ripped, you dress well, you got swag, you got riz, you're funny, you're humorous, you're, you're a man of faith, you're a man of good character. The world is an oyster for a man. And uh, as Andrew Tate will say, a man is born with a blank slate. I believe that a man is born as a red light and he can work his way up to a green light. And uh, it's incumbent on every man to do that. That's why when you say, well, one third of men are virgins, it's like, figure out how not to be one, buddy. Do you know so what? there you go. You know what percent of men have had more than one sexual partner in the past year? What? Yes. What percentage of men have had more than one yeah. sexual partner mm -hmm. in the last year? 25%. 10. 10%. 10%. Yeah. Look, it is not acceptable mm -hmm. for a man to be average. Straight mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Okay? Whether you agree with me or not. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you're just an average dude, you're average looking, you have an average job, you have average personality, girls aren't going to want to want you. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, but I can assure you of this. I have many friends who are in the 10% range. Mm -hmm. They're having the time of their in life, okay? <laughs> and it's incumbent imagine. on every man to strive for greatness yeah. or yeah. just succumb to mediocrity. Yeah. Last questions, last chats? Uh, that's a I'm time. curious, do you yeah. think it's like... You know we're running out of time. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm going to just go ask ahead. one last question. No, no, you're the one that has to go. I'll stay yeah, here for yeah. an hour. Do you, okay. do you think like... Uh -huh. Because it's interesting. I, I don't know. I, I don't see, like, a guy that has a normal job as, like, somehow not doing enough. You know what I mean? Like, a truck driver. Like, we need a truck driver. Um, I don't know. Because it just, it sounds like you're saying, like, you're not doing enough if you're, if you're working a normal job. Hear me out. Yeah. Everyone has 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, the truck driver, he's working mm -hmm. eight, ten-hour days. Whatever it is. Whatever job it is. The, the bigger question is, what are you doing with the other 14, 16 hours a day? You're probably sleeping for six to eight hours. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with the other six, eight, ten hours? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Most people are most people. Most mm -hmm. people are getting home and Netflixing and chilling or eating pizza or playing video games. Very few people are going to the gym, reading, networking, going to business events, mm -hmm. Very, it, it's, it's not so much what you do during your working hours, mm -hmm. it's what you do when you're not working that'll make you uh, different from the average guy. Mm -hmm. So I, I, dude, I respect the working man, the Uber driver, mm -hmm. the truck driver, the plumber, all good respect. Mm -hmm. But if you go home and you play video games and jerk off and smoke weed mm -hmm. and that's your life, sorry, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not improving. If you go home and you read and you go to the gym and you work out and you go donate your mm -hmm. time or you help people, good things will come your way. Mm -hmm. So it's, to me, it's not just the nine to five thing. Mm -hmm. It's what you're doing beyond that. Mm -hmm. okay. Cool? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Pearl. Last question for Pearl. You kind of touched on this. You know, we do something called the happy ending. We always like to end on a happy note, okay? okay. So it's a two-part question. It's really the future of Pearl. You know, you've said that you've wanted uh, to basically do less panels mm -hmm. uh, and start doing more documentaries. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've seen some of the comments from the haters. She's not gonna be here. She's not going anywhere. I actually believe that you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Real talk, okay? Yeah. 
So your life might change. You might evolve eventually. I pray, I hope that you practice what you preach. You find a man. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he's Catholic and six foot and mm -hmm. bingo bango <laughs> and all that fun stuff. Yeah. No beard. Um, but what's the vision of Pearl and Pearly Things and the, the company you're building? Mm -hmm. What's that vision? So when we look at this by the time you're 30, mm -hmm. what are we going to see from Pearl? Um, well, what we want to do is we want to leave a network in London. Um, so the idea is we're going to sign like five talents in London. Mm -hmm. And then we're in the process of looking for a CEO. I actually, it's funny you said CEO. Yeah. I hate managing people. I actually outsource that like okay. as much as I possibly can. <laughs> um, not but, easy to be the CEO. No, no. I, I, it's like not in me. That's just yeah. not my personality type. You're the founder, like, but not the CEO. Is yeah, what you're that's, that's kind of the way Got I it. saw it. Okay. So, um, and then we might, we're going to. I'm probably going to have an office in Chicago to start. Like, that's just for me. And then we're going to expand to uh, maybe Miami or Vegas are the two cities we're oh. looking at. So we might be out here. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> well, you have a friend in Miami, and you can always shoot content here at Valuetainment. Yes. You know, we respect you. Um, last question mm -hmm. for Pearl Davis, Miss Pearly Things. Um, I believe, you know, part of the premise of doing these shows is having these conversations to help men and women do better, improve, get better. Mm -hmm. Men want one thing, women want another thing. It's very hard to get them to convince the other side to get what they want. You've used mm -hmm. some shock and awe to draw attention to this issue, mm -hmm. much like Andrew Tate has. Mm -hmm. But I believe that men and women do better together and better coexisting together. If we, everyone hates each other, mm -hmm. no one gets together, we don't have babies, we don't have kids, you know, society will cease to exist. Yeah. So, you know, you're an advocate of women playing their traditional role, Men being respected, I think that's something that you advocate of, mm -hmm. although it sort of gets misconstrued with you're a female chauvinist and sort of the monikers that are thrown well, your way. Well, a little bit. So, a little <laughs> bit. But at the end of the day, this is a happy ending. How do you, how can men and women coexist and not just coexist, not survive, but thrive hmm. in modern society? What are your thoughts? Um, I'm kind of a doomer. I don't, I don't think men and women will coexist until the laws change for men. I just, I, I think men are going to look at the risks versus the rewards and continue to walk away. And that's what the data is saying. It's saying 60% of men in their twenties are not looking for marriage or relationships. Um, so I think oh. if you want to see them come together, then change the laws. Wow. That's, so that's, but you're solving for marriage. That's at the end of the day. Well, I, I'm solving for children because the truth of the matter is in this country, when a man has children, they are not his kids. They're always hers because the woman will always have the leverage when you have kids. You can get whatever prenup you want. Mm -hmm. You might be protected from a prenup wise, but there's no guarantee that you will be the primary man to raise your children. Because if a woman feels like it, she can leave and another man is raising your kids. And that is hell. That is death to a lot of men in this country. All right. So, so, so if we want to see men and women get together, change the laws. Where's Pearl's camera? Yes. Which one's Pearl's camera? Pearl straight. Pearl straight. Pearl, here's your chance. Look into the camera. <laughs> give your best piece of advice to men and give your best piece of advice to women. Boom. Go um, for it. My best piece of advice to men is never to marry a spiteful woman and to watch out for spite because I, I actually think that's worse than a slutty chick um, is a spiteful one because those are the ones that will ruin you in divorce court. Mm. Um, and for women, please stop telling me about your rapper ex-boyfriend. I don't care. <laughs> that's the best piece of advice to women. You're please stop dating these rappers okay. <laughs> because I'm sick well, of hearing about them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pearl. And producer. Uh, as always, it's been fun. It's been challenging. It's been refreshing. We've disagreed. We were never disagreeable. I think we respect each other. Mm -hmm. I respect you. You've made a name for yourself. You've answered tough questions. You've asked me tough questions. Mm -hmm. You've held my feet to the fire <laughs> on a situation. I've done the same. But as always, we leave here, I think, um, with a better understanding of each other's perspectives. Zero disrespect. All respect. Um, if you enjoy Pearl being on the show, yes. hit the thumbs up. Give a sub. And obviously... Pearl's approaching 2 million yes, on her yes. channel. Show some love to Pearl. And Pearl, as always, we appreciate you. <laughs> uh, the next time we see you here, hopefully we meet your husband, your boyfriend. And hopefully it's not a rapper. We'll see. Daddy? Nat, great job today. Great job, Malik, great job. You were very silent today. Silent but deadly. Yes. Uh, but thank you guys for being here. Sub to the channel. We have no show on thursday but we got something cooking special for you coming up spicy thank you pearl we'll see you guys later save that money save we that out. money it's the sauce cast baby yes. Good job.